Subject heart rate is steady. EEG is stable. Special agent, get into position. Before we begin, warning, the Dub Talk podcast contains language and content that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. There will also be spoilers for various video games and anime throughout the course of this episode. Please use caution in case we discuss a series you haven't finished. Finally, the opinions expressed are those of the individual participants and may not reflect the Dub Talk podcast as a whole. Remember, you only have six minutes in the Somnium. Prepare to sink in four, three, two, one. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to a very special episode of Dub Talk. I'm your host, Amon, tonight, and as you may have noticed, things are a little different on this episode if you've glanced at the title, the title card you're probably staring at right now on YouTube, Just, just et cetera. a little. All, just a little. Um, all music, audio, and sound effects will be exclusively 8-bit. Oh, Jesus. That's ex- Exactly. <laughs> We're going retro, kids, before any of us were born. <laughs> Oops. I think I think I think maybe two of us briefly overlap with the NES era, so there you are. The Wii came out uh, in two thousand six. <laughs> oh god. Sixteen years ago. Oh god Oh my god. Fifteen minus nine is six years ago. Six years ago That's gonna be <laughs> That joke's going to be oh, a no. thing for the whole night. I'm sorry. We are the best people for the case. We promise. <laughs> it's, huge. it's true. De- debatable, but okay. <laughs> I have confidence in us. I I have I confidence in you. I don't have confidence in Andrew. That's fair. <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, why, why, why is this a special episode? Well... Obviously, we, we had Dub Talk here, covered the latest and greatest in English anime dubs. Uh, but as you probably know, anime is not the only thing that comes from Japan that gets dubbed, or anywhere for that matter. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're, I mean, we're weebs, like, spend our spare time making a podcast about anime. I'm sure you put that together. We like video games, as many weebs are want to. So we thought, well, hell, a lot of video games have English dubs. Why not cover those? And so for the first time, and hopefully not the last, we are going to bring to you our review of the English dub of a video game. And what did we pick for our first game? Uh, well, that's simple. We picked one that a bunch of us have played already, so we can record it on slightly short notice. Because that's, that's the tricky part in trying to do this kind of project, is someone play, is a few people playing that same game... Around the same time. You either, you either need something that is relatively short and doable, or something that a lot of people have played relatively recently. Yeah, exactly. There are a couple of things that like make this one uniquely appropriate. Is like, It's a dialogue-heavy visual novel. It's dubbed mm-hmm. by Bang Zoom. A lot of us know yep. those people. All five of us have played it recently, obviously. Yep. Two of whom have played it on our Twitch channel and left a VOD up for anyone else in the audience that wants to get caught up. Yes, Hi. that's Absolutely. true. My name's Andrew, and this is Steph, Hi. and we played this game on the Dub Talk Gaming channel, and we have it's a good. whole VOD of like 12 videos of it, which was great to go back to for reference. Yeah. It's got it a is. chapter select system, which makes it easy to go back and reference any scenes. You can fast forward through the bits you've seen already, 
And there's a chat log that lets you replay any dialogue that you want. It's very easy to go like go back and review any part of the performances in this. It's true. Uh, and what is this game? Why? Well, this game is AI, the Somnium Files. Uh, the up until the new one comes out, the newest game by uh, second newest game because he made a sequel since then <laughs> uh, by uh, Kotaro Ichikoshi, Uchikoshi, the guy behind Uchikoshi, Kotaro Uchikoshi. <laughs> Names. I can pronounce things. Uh, the mastermind behind the Zero Escape games, and uh, the guy who, to my deep unsurprise, is buddies with the Drongan Rumpa guy because, of course, they're friends. <laughs> to the surprise of no one. There is a little overlap it's... there. Our first sometimes, time. Sometimes I. F- mm-hmm. Our first time talking about any of his writing because Punchline wasn't dubbed. <laughs> oh right, I forgot. He- did the punchline? Uh, I still need to get to that. You should have. Uh, you should have done it. Jet sounded like he wanted to forget it. <laughs> no, 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 the opposite. No, I, oh, I like I like punchline a lot. I I just said it wasn't dubbed. Okay, I I I, I thought for a second there it seemed like you were sad that it, that the show existed. No, I was literally saying out of my breath. I wish that I had dubbed it. If you're feeling annoyed, send your mail to John Layford in uh, Houston, Texas. Oh my God! <laughs> no, that's that's how that's how we're gonna get this kids. We're gonna start letter writing campaigns oh, again. They no. can't ignore us if there's too much mail. Oh, you stop no. that! You stop that! Look, se- look, Section Twenty Three definitely has a listed business address somewhere. Oh, we can totally make this happen. Oh God, please don't! You know. It will probably not work out the way we wanted to, but we can definitely do it. Oh no. Uh anyways, uh AI the Somnium Files. What's this game about? Well, let me tell you this handy description that I stole from the store page on the PS4 network store. One rainy night in November, a woman's body is found at an abandoned theme park, mounted on a merry-go-round horse. She has been stabbed repeatedly, and her left eye was gouged out. Kaname Date of the Metropolitan Police Department arrives on the scene. He recognizes the woman. Suddenly, he hears a noise from inside the merry-go-round. He breaks into the merry-go-round's central column to find a young girl. And in her hands, she grips a bloody ice pick. And then some descriptions about like um, how the game works that I'm not going to read to you here because... Just go play the game. We are actually not like... going to go in-depth about how a lot of the game mechanic works. Yes, that's not what we're reviewing today. If you want to do that, go... What are the reputable video game review sites these days? I don't even know anymore. Yes. Go read one of them. Yes! <laughs> there we go. Uh, look, this thing's on sale, like, every other month. Like, it'll cost you, like, eight bucks if you wait long enough. Go play it. Or, for that matter, watch Andrew and Steph's VOD of it. Um, which I highly recommend if you haven't played this game uh because this is a mystery show and we're going to spoil it a lot because it's really hard to talk about this without telling you exactly what's going on so yeah uh, you're yeah you're, do better, that. you're better off doing um you're better off playing the game or something before you come back here to be honest yeah, <laughs> if if nothing else uh as 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 i was familiar with uh uchikoshi by reputation for a long time prior to this uh but i wouldn't really know what any of his games of and oh boy, you're gonna want to ease yourself into that if you're not used to them. They're they're not simple games. This was my first game of his actually. Same. So <laughs> be mine too. Yeah. Um. Yep. I 
my so I'll say this. Uh, my experience with I the Somnium Files is on a, stream. <laughs> no, no, not just that. My history before I played it on stream was my history of not playing it and my buddy Getter telling me to play it for years and trying to shill it to me for years. And I was like, I'll get to it eventually. And me and your other ear also telling you to fucking play this game. I remember the year you gave Karina Betker a W award basically on the grounds of they were great in this, but I can't give them an award for I the Somnium Files, so this is the next best thing. Oh, yeah. man. I remember that. I, I just pulled them from, because they took over uh, Totsky from One Punch Man. Uh, uh, the and they Tornado were and Dino, Terror, yeah. Yeah, and they were uh, Dino Girl Gakko, whatever. Uh, you know, if you want my quick spoiler-free review of this, I probably would have given this double of the year in 2019. Cool. I honestly same. So yeah, so, can't that. argue with that. that. So yeah, uh, Jet and Jackson, you two were the ones who played this a while ago and have been sitting on the fact that this game is great for a while, while Amon, Steph, and myself all played it relatively recently and are like, "Oh my god, this is yeah, this is so good." Pretty much. Yeah, but I played the game, the game like I did a while ago. I think like I heard a lot of like good buzz about it, and then. They were looking pretty good, say, on the eShop for like 30 bucks. I was like, oh, you know what? I just finally took this out. And, uh, yeah, immediately uh, hooked. Uh, glad the sequel got it out. It's like not too, too long after I played it. So, uh, yeah. Yep. Now, and, and now I've remembered why I played, decided to pick this game up. Why is that? Because I think you were the one well, who was the, out of the five of us the well, last the, one to play the, this game. Because uh, come uh, last year, I believe, last year, year before that, uh, the the sequel came out, and they did a little ARG in the lead up to that. Mm. Yeah, um, and like the first the first chunk of it made a reference to the Philadelphia Experiment, which, if you're not familiar, this is this uh, cockamamie conspiracy theory about how uh, the U.S. naval the Navy was trying to do an experiment where they're trying to. Uh, they had a battleship, and they had this new device that was supposed to cloak it from radar, basically. And apparently, it didn't. It did that, but it also accidentally transported the boat somewhere, and then transported it back. And like people went missing, and some people were fused into the bulkhead at the end of it. I, it's a sort of like weird coast to coast AM bullshit I enjoy mm-hmm. that generally doesn't show up in weeb circles because they're not those kind of weirdos. So I was like, a, a Philadelphia experiment. Ah, oh, well, that now I'm. Later, I play this game and realize like, oh, this guy's like. Why have I not played any of these guys' games before? He's clearly on my wavelength. Yeah. He ex- I'm just he like, is exactly weird. your type of weirdo. He's a, this man <laughs> shows up in this game. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a sign for me that I've made a good decision if I'm encountering things with this man in it. So, yeah. Um, Kodoro Uchikochi, it, my understanding, is a guy who... 4am wiki dives a bunch of things and wants to include all of these random tidbits he has found either as themes in his game or will literally just have characters just sit down for like a full 25 minutes and going do you know about the mandela effect so what you're telling me is he would be really really good friends with a rocky Oh my yeah. god, he would. I feel like Iraqi. I feel like Iraqi enjoys more of the fun facts you find on like, on like a soda can, 
Or like a business trip. He he likes to travel, right? I, I, Ara, Ara, Araki is, they are both the same kind of person. The difference is Araki is the analog version and Ichikoshi is the digital version. I think that's a good okay, way of putting it comparison. because Uchikoshi very specifically has the wiki dives late into the wee hours of the morning kind of energy. And- and then you have uh, Hideo Kojima, who, want, who is both, but wants to be like an auteur uh, cinephile. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he, wa- he wants to do both of those things and also try and figure out how he can simultaneously be uh, Igmar Bergman and John Carpenter. Oh my god. I'll say this, probably the funniest Kojima tweet I've seen in some time was one I read today. Mm-hmm. Which is somebody who's like, if Kojima just added a trans woman character into his game... He'd name her something like Hard Mommy, and then all the trans women would just be like, yeah, I'm just going to change my name to that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Which, which, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kojima, what about being subtle? None of the movies I like are subtle. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Kojima cannot be subtle in his life. I think Uchikoshi has subtlety. He has storytelling chops, and he's absolutely able to weave a compelling narrative and a compelling mystery with some really strong characters. And I think this is fascinating in that I feel like Danganronpa is a mystery game, but Danganronpa is all caps anime with the hot pink all over the place. I feel like I is anime, but it feels like it is more subdued in its anime aesthetic. More grounded, you think? More grounded in the sense that I'd argue it goes more sci-fi than it does anime. You're dealing with AI... And the whole concept of sinking. There is some sci-fi elements to this game. I think the sci-fi and the murder mystery is actually more of the vibe and aesthetic than yeah. the anime stuff. Even mm. if the anime stuff is sprinkled in to get our attentions and interests. I feel like I feel like part of the difference is okay, periodically I remember that um, Twin Peaks was very popular in Japan while I was while it was airing. And you can you can see a lot of like weird mystery stuff from Japan that clearly took some of that influence. And I feel like uh, compared to say Danganronpa, AI Somni Files, it's, the dial on that's a little higher. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, speaking of anime stuff, there is a ad comment I kind of want to make, but I think I'll say that for a weekend to let me get Iris. Sure, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I am very curious. Who actually is at the helm of this particular project, as far as what we're covering? Yay, talking well, about dubs. I will tell you that in a moment. Uh, before we go, we said it earlier, but like seriously, if you haven't played this and you want to go in unspoiled, stop this and go play it now, or watch a Let's Play or something. Like we are not going to hold back. Or if you want to give because... us the views and don't want to hear, you should pl- unplug your headphones the way people pull out eyeballs in this game. God damn it! <laughs> oh, gruesome. Also, yeah, if you're squeamish, maybe maybe don't play this. Yeah, go, go skip to the sequel. That that one is a little less uh, on the gore side. It's a little it's a little little less somebody saw David Fincher's 7 and thought, "Well, this is interesting." Part of, 
I will say there there are people I have recommended this game to who I, I've also had to unrecommend them where they're like, "Do you have any trigger warnings?" I stuff freaks me out. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm going to take this recommendation back. <laughs> Understandable. Have a nice day. <laughs> yep. I will go somewhere else. Thank you for thank you for listening. Anyways, take down. recommending things to people very seriously. Don't just throw them in the deep end because you think it's funny. That's not going to actually make people like the things you really like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. You have our recommendation right. already. Uh, go play the game. Or uh, stick with us on the rest of this, this show. Precisely. Uh, so, who who helped make this dub? Well, we have some people. Uh, our credits are going to look a little different this time because it's a video game and uh, their organizational structure is not the same as dubs for non-interactive media. If for no other reason, then most anime shows don't have the same volume of text. Yeah. Just, I can't imagine how long these things must take to translate. It must be eternal. Um, but, who do we have? Well, uh, directing this, the voice direction, we have we have Chris Faella, uh, who's done a bunch of stuff. He directs Genshin Impact. He did uh, E7. He did Fallout 4. He did Dishonored 2. He did one of those Hyrule Warriors games. Uh, he does a lot of this stuff, basically. Uh, and on the other ones, tra- tra- working with him, credited as both translator and project coordinator, we have uh, Katsutado Ukura. Uh, who has done similar work for Robotics Notes Dash, and I believe he's a Spike Chunsoft employee. I believe I imagine he probably does other stuff that is a little harder to find credits on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and credited to as editor, localization coordinator, and producer, we have Alex Flagg, who has done similar work on Psystar, Danganronpa 3, Killing Harmony, and Yee 7. Uh, Nito! Nito. And this, as we mentioned earlier, this was recorded at BangZoom. Uh, so friends yes how do we feel about the dub as a whole it did <laughs> so first things first i think it there's, sends me into orbit it's great there is something that needs to be commended it is the fact that this game is ostensibly a visual novel it is a fully voiced mm-hmm. maybe okay maybe not fully but like 90 percent, 95 percent voiced visual novel that is not on the 20 to 30 hour mark in terms of gameplay and every little clip blink and you miss it click option that most people wouldn't think to even check unless you're a freak that decides to click on every single thing in every single scene would see and having to dub translate and adapt all of that and even if you are that person you've missed something I I did almost everything in boss's office. Uh And when I played the game, I finished the game. I looked up videos online. There's a whole gag about clicking on the vent and everybody whistling and ogling Date that I completely missed on my first playthrough. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one of those. If you uh, if you examine the mouse in uh, in the yakuza office, yep. everyone makes mouse noises. Yep. I, I don't think I, I don't think I got any of those. I yeah, I, I remember one I, or two of those, but I. I, I, I literally one I discovered both of literally I discovered both of them watching Andrew's stream. Yeah, I, like just wild. I discovered I discovered one today where uh, if you click on uh, I think the rearview mirror in Date's car, you, you start a conversation about uh, with Iris about being a meanie. 
a meanie beanie fofini. What? Banana fana fofana. I missed that one. Holy shit. To first time I ever saw that again. one. So. It rewards you for actually screwing around. I, the Somnium Files, is a game for weirdos and sickos, which is why we're here right now. Oh, uh, one of the one of the common jokes is Date being a horny pervert. I, it's the best. It, it's so okay. I feel like I need to actually be critical because a lot of this is just going to be gushing. The amount of work that has to go into okay, I realize all of this is just popcorn noises. My bad. And cats now apparently. Um, Come on, you have a tail. Yeah, <laughs> not that interesting. Okay, maybe somebody else should go first. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I do. So I do like the directed here. Obviously, you know, there's a lot we can say about how solid it is, and you know, like obviously the dramatic beats are handled really, are handled really well, and there's like there's a lot of good flow to the dialogue. It never feels monotonous, even though again, it's like. 20 to 30, it's a 20 to 30 hour game and there's like a lot of dialogue. But I think the thing that I really appreciate about uh, the game, I really appreciate about the dub and the performances is like, basically a lot, basically how it handles a lot of, how it handles a lot of like, the just minute gags and uh, conversations between characters. So, uh, like, a, like a lot of it flows really well, they bounce off each other really well and it makes a lot of the game just really funny. Oh, some of the puns that are used, the copious amounts of puns, will send me into orbit. It's so, it's so dumb, but it's this, so much fun. This, the the level of puns and word plays mm -hmm. in this game is kind of off the charts. It's great. The core, the amount of mileage you get off of the word AI, mm -hmm. A. I, those two letters is just layers, stacks on stacks on stacks of pun, wordplay, and symbolism. It is ridiculous. It permeates it, everything in this game. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, the title of the game. They sit you down in an early scene and give you a dialogue prompt that is basically just pick every option and each of these describes the, the a different pun on the title. You got AI for artificial intelligence. You have I for uh, Date's magic eyeball. That's that's the artificial intelligence. Iba. Iba. Uh, you've got I, which is the word for love in mm -hmm. Japanese, which is a theme of the game. And you have you, I, the self. You've also got Iris, which is the fucking... It's a part of the I... It's the name, and she got I from the word. Oh my god! It's it's all puns. It's all puns. It's all <laughs> word like it's ridiculous. And like don't, some of don't the even puns... get started on like the character names because that each of them is just oh Christ. And and that's not even going into just the random like word plays where it's like what person would even think like that? Somebody who not... is obsessed with puns. That's fucking who. <laughs> not 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 since like being a teenager and reading about how all the characters in Ranma One Half like their names are just stupid jokes. If you know Japanese, have I be in awe of like oh my god, you put a lot of work into this, didn't you? The entirety of the Dragon Ball Z franchise <laughs> is just okay. I'm just gonna make every stupid like pun for everything in my fridge I can think of. And then I, and I'm now, And now make that character appropriate and plot relevant. 
and then thematic. And then, and I'm I'm just sitting here laughing because I'm thinking of the um, quote unquote Dragon Ball joke and reference that's oh in the fucking Kamakura office now. That joke has layers. <laughs> do, do you think it's like maybe I can make a wish? That's not, not Shenron. Shenron. I, <laughs> then, not, that's not no, Shenron. It, that has layers because he he's like I wish. For, for panties. panties. And that is, like, literally the first wish that is ever made in Dragon Ball. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah. I don't know yeah, shit about yeah, the, uh, yeah, I don't the know anything pink. about Dragon Ball Z. The pink it's man. Lit- it literally, like, pink they're man. trying to stop, like, the bad guy from getting his wish because he's about to wish for, like, immortality or world domination or something. And then Oolong, their little pig egg pig guy, in the heat of the moment, shouts out, I wish for a pair of underwear. No shit. Yeah. So and the that's, very that's Shenron delivers. That's amazing. It, so that's I never why, knew this. I know you never knew that. That's why I appreciate oh that my God. double joke. That's like, amazing. <laughs> no, the the wordplay and just the joke, just like the attention that I I mean I haven't I haven't played the game in the Japanese, uh, but the attention and care that was put into the localization and the translation on this. It just, it sends me into orbit, because some of the stupidest shit will come out of, like, characters' mouths, particularly Date, though. Date is a meme in and of himself, and it's just amazing. Yeah. But I think a lot of care and attention were, and detail was put into this localization for the game, and I just really appreciate it. You also it. need a really tight script for yes. a really good mystery. Mm-hmm. Because you need to make lines that make sense when you have all the pieces, but don't immediately give things away. There was a joke that, um, a running gag during our playthrough on the stream, and whenever Jackson's in the chat, Jackson, like, if we have a... uh, No throwaway lines. No throwaway lines. There's no such thing as a throwaway line in this game. Oh, it's amazing. And then... I, I, I kind of want to lean towards the voice direction on this, too. Because, and again, we already said this a few times. There's going to be heavy spoilers. Turn the fuck away now. Turn <laughs> away. Rip your ears off like you're pulling out somebody's eyeballs if you goddamn have to. I'm going to say this right now. Saito Sejima existing in this game. Incredible. Is insanity. Because the main thing with, with this is um, if you stay in the sink... Or use the sync machine longer for six minutes. Um, essentially, you switch personalities with the person you're syncing with. So Saito Sajima, who is the Cyclops killer, um, has been body swapping this entire time. And every time he swaps into a new body, the person his, whose body he is in now has to have some quirks and characteristics of Saito Sejima. There are several characters' performances mm-hmm. where upon where you would never spot it on your first watch. Yeah. But on the rewatch, you could tell mm-hmm. there is a difference when Iris is Iris and when Iris is Saito, or when So Sejima is Saito. Or boss. Boss Or is, Kaname Date. Boss, you can immediately tell something's off with her when you go the Annihilation route, when Go, it gets to that point. It's so fascinating. It's and that, very And that's something, like, you have to be really... You have to make sure that is executed in the mm-hmm. voice work, and it is yeah. absolutely there. Oh, yeah. It's... It is... This is the kind of thing that w- must be a nightmare 
to translate, localize, and make compelling and good. And this is absolutely nails it. I know my buddy Getter, my guy who I make fun of for having recommended this to me for years, legitimately says to me he thinks this is one of Bang Zoom's best dubs he's ever heard. Mm. And I kind of can see why. It's strong. Um, yeah, uh, one other thing I would, uh, th- I, I want to praise about the localization, because, uh, as I, uh, so, I mean, okay, well, obviously it's not a minor thing, but it's like, yeah, but it's like, it's a thing I'm kind of surprised they bothered with. Uh, dumb singing is a thing that happens in this game. Yes. So, i actually going to completely steal something from another playthrough I watched. I'm going to steal a comment from one angriest Pat, a.k.a. Pat Stares at, a.k.a. Patrick Boivin, where he he mentioned the singing in that it sounds like someone who's not good at singing, but somebody who's getting better and will gradually improve Mm -hmm. at singing is singing. Yeah, because the one song we only get in this game is the one that Iris Invincible sings. Invincible Rainbow Arrow. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I never really picked up on that until you just said that, actually. That's interesting. Which, not only oh, is I... that song good, not only is that song great and catchy, and the finale is incredible, but mm-hmm. um, there's double meanings to every single thing in Invincible Rainbow Arrow. Oh, God. <laughs> I I remember when I was playing. Whenever that song would play, I'd actually think, "Oh, are they are they goofing on the fact that, to my understanding, a lot of idols are often technically not great singers? <laughs> like they're not they're not bad, but they're like, let's say Mariah Carey doesn't have anything to worry about, kind of level. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it it's like good. It's very good amateur singing, which yeah. is a really hard band to get into. Yeah. It's really like that's impressive either. in itself. Yeah, it's uh, it's very easy to either sound too clean and professional or just bad. Yeah, to sound like to sound intentionally a little messy, but is impressive. It's it's original music and lyrics. What more do you want from us? <laughs> also, it is objectively the best animated thing in the entire game by a country it, it's mile. It's so it it is so funny when they cut away so they don't have to animate somebody running, and then you see this big elaborate dance number, and it's like, wow. Well, I guess I knew where the budget went. Oh, <laughs> uh, God! There's so much I could praise. Like, there's so many little interactions throughout the game that are incredible. I the characters I, are the. The performances, the conveying of the mystery, something that you would never guess on the first time, but comes very clear the second time, is... This is a tight package. Yeah. Amon, were you going to make a point? Yes. Um, sorry, my, my, sc- I, <laughs> my screen went black and it took me a minute to realize it's because I had moved the mouse in like 20 minutes. Uh, Rip. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, what was it? Yeah. I want to take as I want I want to use this to bring up one of my favorite stupid gags in this, because um, we're not going to talk about him as a as a character character because he's not in very much. But there's a minor character in here, played by the late great Brad Venerable. Yeah. Kagami. Kagami. He's some detective. He 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 he's like the other generic detectives. He doesn't actually have a full face. He's just a hat and a mouth. 
And he's got a um, face mask on, so yeah. He's got a face mask on, so he's even less than that. But the running gag is that he uh, he he works in the same unit as Date. They've clearly met each other before, and Date can never remember his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite and, thing. But my favorite part is that at one point Mizuki's there and is like, Dada, you're being really rude. And he's like, excuse me, Mizuki, I tried to have a conversation with my good friend Kagami here. Kagami's like, yeah, lay off. <laughs> yeah. Is this just a bit they do when they see each other? <laughs> it's so good. Like, I, I, I think in, in the first interaction as well, uh, the button at the end of it is, I started to ignore him and it's just like, I know you can hear me, Kagami. <laughs> so he stopped answering back and just like, so you come on, you know my name. <laughs> which you do know my name. Which so much of this needs to go to Brad. Like the game's funny, but Brad's delivery about all of this is it, something. He goes about the through way... every human emotion in these <laughs> scenes. It's, it's, Anger, it's like... happiness, disgust. He, it's like everything. Gr- grief, acceptance. <laughs> he goes through the five stages of grief at that point. Like, oh K- my god. Kagami is like, you know what it is? The relationship between Kagami and Date is like... It's the relationship with a guy... Tr- yeah, okay. You ever have a dog? I mean, yeah. Okay. What's your point? You ever play ball with a dog... Have you ever tried to throw the ball and the dog goes running, but you have not thrown the ball? You have, in fact, tricked the the dog to running after a ball you have yet to throw, and it is still in your hand. Are you saying the yep. ball is Kagami? I'm saying Kagami is the golden is the golden retriever. Date is the person trying to play ball. Oh my god! And refusing. To pl- throw the ball, except when the dog is never expecting it. <laughs> that is the dynamic between oh Kagami God. and Date. And everything about Brad's delivery and all of those is just absolutely pitch perfect. Oh, I love that, man. We love you, Brad. Thank you. Thank you very much for all you've done, Oh, sir. Kagami is such a delight. Oh, I love Kagami so much. Everybody loves Kagami. He's the goodest boy. He has objectively done... N- the least wrong in this entire game. Yeah. Even all your favorites have done a little wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, considering Saito Sejima exists, that means a lot of your characters have done something wrong. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Saito. God. Stellar. Stellar dub. There's so many things we will just not talk about because this is, as we've mentioned, a 20 or 30 hour game, and this you will can, hopefully uh, be a two to three hour podcast. Yeah, yeah we, we, we gotta try not to be here the entire night. Right. You could you could probably do a like whole like mini like YouTube mini series about just this game. Yeah, probably by itself. Like it's there's too much. Also, for so anybody much. who's here and wondering, no, we're not going to talk about the sequel. No. Yet, anyways. Most, if, if for no other reason than I think at least half of us haven't played it yet, so. It's just you. It's just you. Sorry, well, I just sorry buddy. How does Dante get his head back? It blew up! Oh. Oh, I'm on. Like, don't tell me. Look, look it's. Look. Wouldn't the you answer, like to sorry, know? I can't, I, the answer is both more and Shut, less not even, than you'd Not think. even I'm going to give you anything. Not, I'm not even going to give you a hint. 
Uh, Please don't. I don't. I don't want to know anything. I just want to. Lesson look. of the day: Amon Anyways. needs to go and play Nirvana Initiative when, now. When I'm when I'm done, <laughs> when when I've finally gotten off the Metal Gear Solid train, I will play Nirvana Initiative, and it'll be great. Yay! Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know you want to make your girlfriend happy by playing as the little weird meow meow man that is uh, the snakes, but then you've got the weird little meow meow man that is Konami Date. I'm gonna... Very bold of you. Very bold of you. Assume that I do not enjoy being the weird little meow meow man that is snake. I'm at least gonna ask this: What, in terms of Nirvana Initiative, do you know anything at all about it? No. No. I, I know. I, I I know whatever shit happened in the ARG, which at the time I had so little context for that it meant nothing. And now I have marginally more context that is at least like, oh, that's Iris. Oh, that's bad. So here's a fun little story about the original game. I was never part of this because I wasn't on this train at the time. The original game had an ARG like Nirvana Initiative. Oh, yeah, I heard about <laughs> Sounds that. right. And it was all, it was Iris's YouTube channel. Oh, I didn't know Oh, that. yeah, that's and, right. And otherwise told through Twitter accounts uh, by the in-game characters interacting in the in the IRL. Like I think it's Lemnusgate A set was Iris's and then there's Ota which is own Twitter which that's not <laughs> even a that's not even anything related to the game itself. Can we just talk about the fact that that account has maybe some of the funniest things I've ever seen? We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that <laughs> later. Yeah, but. there is there is an ARG with uh, Iris's YouTube channel in English and Japanese, so regardless of what language you're watching in, you can play along. Uh, I also didn't partake in this ARG. It was a little bit before my time hopping onto the game. It was before you were born, yes. But uh, <laughs> the the crux of it is basically, if, if you were looking around for like, wh what weird shit is this uh, net idol doing, uh, occasionally a, a QR code will pop up with, the, with a secret uh, organization or like hidden iris that's trying to get out and try and asking for help. It's weird, oh, like dear. metaphysical, like indie horror shit going on. I, I just it. want to also talk about the fact that I, the Somnium Files, predated the mainstream VTuber boob by like a couple of years. Yeah. It didn't predate uh, Keys in the Eye, but it did predate like any major corporation making like a unit with them. All I know is at this point, I, the Somnium Files, is now way more relevant than Keys in the Eye is. Yeah. <laughs> She's is getting it, a fucking it? anime, and I know all my VTuber friends are like, man, who fucking cares? Wait, really? Yeah. It's from fucking Wit that Studio, too. Wow. Oh, someone paid them a lot of money then. Jeez. All right. Um, confounding. Uh, uh, did everyone get to go? I, I think have. so. No. Oh, no. Okay, you two have done all the talking so far. <laughs> you know what? Sounds That's about right. <laughs> this is going to be one of those nights where it's like, okay, you need to speak up when you need to because otherwise we're just going to keep rambling for a while. Fair. Yeah. Uh, uh, who wants to talk next? I'll, I'll go since I'm already talking, but like go. I want to mention some stuff that make the a video game dub unique uh, over an anime dub, uh, just because it it has a lot of com in common with like a prelay dub, for example. Like uh, there's no uh, footage that they have to refer to for their characters. They're not getting a lot of uh, 
the actor they're playing against any of their lines. You don't need to all fight the, the all, flaps. Because all of this shit's under NDA. You don't need to do any anime lip sync. In fact, there was like a day one patch uh, that included a, I guess they did it with uh, artificial intelligence, was just set up a uh, reactive vo- lip sync to the uh, English audio track. So it kind of matches, and it's close enough to the idea. But they aren't going for like real tart, high like fidelity with that. Uh, you've got to be able to make this dub sound good wherever it's, uh, wherever you're coming into it. Uh, like someone could put down their controller, walk away for a bit, come back, uh, play the line again. It's got to sound good right from the top again. Or if they come back from a like autosave, it's got to sound good out of order because the the player's determining all of that. They can go back and forward in any which direction that they want. Uh, one of the great like prelay things that I think really helps this dub is there's a lot of room to add like little things to the to the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're not going off script, but they're adding a lot of like little noises, like little laughs, scoffs, sighs, groans, stutters, just all these little things that wouldn't have room to room to fit in like a tightly twenty four minute anime script. That I think just like really work to this. Uh, video games ad- and, and acting's advantage. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I think that, that was the entire point I was trying to get across. This is a good game. It's good dub. We're it, gonna gush about it for at least a little while more. Oh, God. It good. Uh, Jet, did you share your thoughts? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, this is good, and it's 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 funny talking about anime dubs and then looking at like a video game and like, wow, the scale of work here is just completely different, isn't it? It's a different skill set. Like it's not going to matter much for this, but there's also like efforts that are just like an entire session's work. I think the other thing that's more impressive is how compelling I think. Okay. Here's something I will add to the director thing. The director has to know goddamn every single thing about what's going on in this game. And that's literally everything. And the way video game shit works, it means that every single actor is even more in the dark than they are with anime. With anime, with anime, you are looking at a mostly to completely finished product in front of you. So whatever you're working on, you can at least figure out what's happening for the scene just from looking at it. Might need some context for some things, but whatever. Video game, you don't see shit. Yeah. Nope. They don't even want you to know what character you're uh, auditioning for. It's so much more NDA secretive, and especially spoiler proof. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of insane how much of this is compelling. And all the the voices and the deliveries are compelling, emotional, and, like, satisfying. And they have to know everything backwards and forwards. Well, the whole project is basically dubbed in reverse, yeah. It can be told in any order, and and there are branching paths. So yep. your character over here is a little bit different from your character over here, and you have to have those differences clear. It's insane. And to make it that compelling, like that, that is props to Chris in particular, because that is not an easy thing to do, no, especially for a video different. game mystery. So kudos to that in particular. 
Good times. I hope Hoyoverse is paying you handsomely, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. On that note, do we want to start talking about some of the actors? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're going to get to our first group, uh, who are not strictly minor characters, because, again, this is like a 20 to 30 hour game. Minor is relative. Uh, but uh, they're they're comparatively less important than some of the later people, so I grouped them here. Uh, also, they're all vaguely underworld connected, so that helps. Uh, <laughs> yay! Starting, yeah, yay! Starting off, we have Mama. Mama is a bartender at a CD bar in town that Date likes to frequent because all sorts of useful, illicit information tends to go through there. So you can go talk to Mama, and she'll tell you uh, some interesting information and probably hit on you a little bit, uh, or say something salacious to annoy Date because it's <laughs> crazy to rile up. Ah, uh, yes. It's very entertaining. Uh, we also have uh, the Kamakura brothers, Moma and Rohan. Uh, they are in charge of the Kamakura family. Rohan was the previous head until he uh, uh, got a, got a, got a little until crazy. Until he wasn't He's, anymore. Yeah. Until he wasn't anymore and he went to the hospital. Uh, then Momo was in charge. And uh, he, he spearheaded an initiative to kind of clean them up a little bit. So, you know, they're... They're still a Yakuza gang, but they're a little more, you know, on the level. They're, they're trying. They're, they are trying to be a little more group. PC. The legitimate business group, yes. Momo's <laughs> trying to be a little more PC. He's not exactly succeeding, but he's trying. He's doing his damnedest. Look, look, you know, you know they've stopped dealing drugs, but Momo still has a shotgun under his desk. Yes. Baby steps. <laughs> it's not Baby a shotgun, steps. it's a hunting rifle. <laughs> Close enough. Oopsie. Look, they're both illegal. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you could technically own a hunting rifle with a license, but you shouldn't be swinging it around in town. You know, probably not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and finally, we have uh, So Sejima. He is a politician. He's you know he's an old bigwig. He's been around for ages. Uh, he clearly has a lot of connections, some which he probably shouldn't have. Whoops. Uh, and uh, also, you know, um, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Which we'll discuss further either now or later when it becomes relevant. I think of all these characters, he's the one I would want to hang out with the least. Yeah! And oh, that he... includes <laughs> even Rohan. <laughs> he sucks. Oh, he's a big piece of shit. He's the, he, he, might, he might be the worst... He's not the worst worst, just because the literal serial killer is probably worse. I think... <laughs> he's I like think, a notch above. You, you're I really trying so to pin the murders on him. Uh, okay, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, if we technical, he is, like... He is partially responsible for the serial killer to some degree. He's That's, probably I, one of the... He's, he's, probably par one of, he's partially responsible. He's one, he's one of the worst... He's one it. of the worst people because... This is a real scummy politician, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm sure we've all have our uh, uh, feelings Opinions. about some that's scummy politicians. Yeah, see the way you know this game was like trying to be uh, maybe a little more grounded than you would a little more grounded than you otherwise would have expected. Is that it really does you know lead into the scene politician and politician thing really well because uh, again spoilers. Uh, he basically gets away with everything in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. He basically gets away with it on the grounds that he is basically in an ultimatum with boss. Yes. He knows it's his legal rights. You can't touch me. It's basically, <laughs> I don't... Look. I don't blow up this bomb that we're both standing on top of 
and we don't get blown up. Not it's a literal bomb, to be clear. It's basically a ceasefire, so to speak. But yeah, he is he is such a scubby piece oh, of shit. Oh, he's a piece of shit. He, it, it, it is a legitimate surprise when you find out that he isn't the one who's been going around murdering people. He yeah, didn't one round. Yeah, well, hold, yeah, you're right. He didn't one round. Anyways, he didn't one round. We should probably talk about who plays them. Absolutely, uh, Mama. Well, this, this will be a little different this time. I decided I'm going to only pick uh, video game roles. For, Ooh, uh, trying for, to challenge uh, yourself. Hell yeah. Huh? Yes. I mean, in, in fairness, it wasn't hard. Almost this is an LA dub. Almost all these people have been in video games already. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll get some new roles this time. Mama is being played by Patrick Seitz, who in the video game front you know for playing Victor in Soul Hackers 2. He's Lieutenant Surge in Pokemon Masters. How did it take this long for them to make that casting choice? Oh, so obvious. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and, uh, he's he's Star Snatcher in Genshin Impact. Uh, Moma is being played by Kaj- Kaiji Tang. Uh, who's Faust in Guilty Gear Strived, he is uh, Iwa in uh, Persona 5, and of course, he is the bestest of boys, he's Ichiban in Yakuza Like a Dragon. I was going to mention him, I was. I was going to be disappointed if you didn't. A a game that we will definitely mention on this show if we ever make another one. Yeah, just big nonsense for a second, like, look, look, they're a little good to, they're a little good to, Katie type performances out there, like I, as a, I, I, I do him a lot in Bugo, for instance. But if you want to hear like the real best Katie type performance, you listen to him in Yakuza Seven. Noted. He he he's so good. He's look. I'll t- look if we ever do a Yakuza episode, which hopefully we will at some point. I'll talk more about there. Anyways, he's anyways. Catch your tank. Uh, Rohan is being played by Kyle A. Bear, who has been Ryu in the Street Fighter series since about two thousand and eight. He's Madarame in Persona 5, and he is Rihaku in Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise. And Was so that Sajima, the Yakuza game? That, that, is the, that is the one made by the Yakuza people, yes. That's why, that is why it's on this list. <laughs> mm-hmm. because, I know, because I know what video games I like. <laughs> you know what you're about, I respect that. I know what I'm about. I'm about this game, for example. Anyways. Um, so Sejima is played by John Demita, uh, who's known for such roles as Nagi in Xenoblade Chronicles X. He is Kreis in Valkyria Chronicles, and he's D in the Vampire Vampire Hunter D video game. There's a Vampire Hunter D video game. Wait, what? There yeah. is? Yes, it's a PS2 game. I of course believe. It if you is. get the, of course if you it get is. if you get if you get the old the old edition DVD edition of the first movie. That has the streamlined dub of it. It actually has a trailer for the game on there. No shit. I will. Uh, it, looks, yeah. it looks okay. I will okay. cheat a little bit on your anime on your no anime performance thing on this, and just flat out say, John Demita is Cars in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, okay. Is he now? He is. Okay. So he gets to stab a woman in the leg and then use her leg like an air guitar and then do a <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Oh my god, I forgot about that. It's been a while since I've seen the first really, season of JoJo. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the first season. So he really had it coming in this game, huh? <laughs> I mean, look, he's, he's, he's clearly good at playing just the most rotten man you've ever witnessed. Ah, yes. <laughs> the scum of the earth. I, every uh, single conversation with Sosajima is like, "Do you have awards? Do yeah. you know your rights? <laughs> you know, uh, I know my rights. What are you doing? Get off my property! Get off my lawn!" 
the hu- the human embodiment of respecting the letter of the law over the spirit of the law. Yeah. You can talk to my you can talk to my bodyguard or my secretary. Leave me alone with my fish and my uh <laughs> my merman. My, my merman and my cow. Hey, every- God, I forgot about that. Hey, of course I wouldn't be surprised if Sosajima had a merman. Hey everybody, I'm a merman. What? Wait, what? <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. God. Alright, um... Uh, Jackson, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, just... just be... We're doing, uh... All characters or one character at a time? Uh, I... You get to decide that, I guess. I, I feel like Pick this... Like, what you're doing is group thing, like... It's gonna be back. As, 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 so let's I mean, start with Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. yeah, we're already talking about it, so we might as well. Yeah, right. So just, just kind of like ever, we have to have the council to discuss how problematic a politician Sosajima is. Oh God! Right. Just absolutely uh, stick in the shit. mud. Just, just he's got such a winning smile, doesn't he? <laughs> the permanent frown. Right. Not really. That's, not that's really why he's no, been elected he's like, so many times. The permanent frown on his face at all times. <laughs> you, it's, if, if, he's. He's sick it's like of your shit the Nietzsche- moment you walk in- into it. It's that fucking Joe skit. That's a million dollar smile. That's a million dollar smile. That's worth three dollars. <laughs> oh my god, he's the actual worst. Imagine just stuffing that man in a vase. It'd be very satisfying. <laughs> There are a lot of endings to this game, and I call the one where he dies the good ending. Yes. Yeah. I like that. I'm real. I'm, I'm real. I'm real sad. The one where he gets hacked to bits and stuffed in a vase isn't the one that uh, sticks. Uh, okay. The the quote unquote that w- true ending. Okay, hang on. Can we, we need to talk about the vase for a second. That one's <laughs> the funniest tonal shift in the entire oh, game. It's fucking great. Because immediately after you find Sosajima's mutilated body in a vase. You immediately have to go back and sync with Ota's mom. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then that whole round Mayumi ends has with ah. The case continues, but we fix the family. A man was just it, found it, in a fucking vase, and we're just it's gonna such a ignore feel it. good ending. Ah, uh, yes. A... Love that. Anyways, yeah. Uh, so, so I think that the thing I want to at least highlight with. John Demita in particular is he has how do I put this an incredibly punchable performance there's something about the conviction the strength in how he carries himself that he he knows he is above the law he knows his rights and he knows the things that he has done or will continue to do are wrong. The people he has enabled to do bad things are enabled. But everything he's doing, he knows and feels he is untouchable. And you know it. Mm-hmm. And he knows it. And you hate that you know it. And that's the core of the feeling John Demita's performance is based off of. That smug sense of I am better than you, I am above you. Yep. It's that level of arrogance and frustration at this terrible, terrible person having all the cards in the deck. 
Uh, yeah, like I want to use the word smug asshole, but it's a bit drier than that. Like it's not got that same like smarm and uh, like punchable loser type deal to it. Loser. Uh, okay. It's it's much it's much like drier, and I think it is that that confidence, that feeling of you cannot touch this guy, and he knows mm-hmm. it, and you know, it, and it's but- and it's all business between you two. Do you know what the Save the Rec Center episode is? No. Is this an episode of Rick and Morty? No. That's that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Breaking Two, right? It's it's Electric Boogaloo. It's basically the Save the Rec Center or like Save the School is more or less big business is going to dare down this thing in the community. Okay, it's going we're talking to... trope, not a specific episode. No, no, yes. Basically, just big businessman is going to tear down this central thing to the community and neighborhood to put up a shiny, big, like, mall or some shit. And the guy at the helm of it is some guy in a fucking suit who's basically going to run for office or something. And he's like, I'm going to bring tourism by clearing away this old (laughs) ugly eyesore. And bring to we it. have to get yeah, the that. band back together. Everyone ca- call up the local country bears. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I just want to say I do know what you're referencing now, Andrew. But you, 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 name of the drum wrong, and I'm, I'm kind of, I, I, I'm kind of ashamed of you, man. Like you've seen enough love life to know what it is. Save the school or save the orphanage is one of those two things. Save the orphanage. Oh my God. That's another one. Save the, it, it. It has many different names, but it is effectively. There is something that a big businessman is tearing down to make, like, a parking lot or, a, like, a fucking shiny mall or some shit. What I'm saying is Sosajima is the guy who is trying to know all the zoning laws to clear away that shit so he can get what he wants. He probably would know all the and zoning no, laws. That's the, actually, wait. The, the thing is, he that's did literally that, a, and he, he got away that. with it. Yeah, oh my did. god! I fucking he forgot. Did. That's exactly what fucking happens. That's he blew exactly. up a chemical. He blew up a chemical plant, tanked or sold all of his land beforehand. Blew up a ta- chemical plant, rebought the land after the value tanked, and walked away with a cool uh, like sixty million in profit. I completely, I actually forgot about that because that's just like a footnote in yeah. the story. Yeah, that, that is, that is, that's just some backstory that explains a few things. Oh my god, yeah. he is the fucking guy that's going to piss, kill the Love Life school. Yeah, he would. He'd be like, get out of here, girls, this is my house now. Oh, I don't know if I should go with where I was going with that. What? It was it was going lewd. I could feel it. Andrew. It was going aggressively inappropriate, which, considering the story, in considering con- so Sajima. I would rather talk about the Yakuza guy who was ripping a guy's toenail from stem to stern. Oh God! <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that. Oh, oh. God! fucking Rohan. Like, Rohan doesn't get much to talk about, but we see his we see him, his figure, and he's got a very interesting figure. He a big boy. Kyle bears a lot of characters in this game, but I think, like, Rohan is definitely his most notable, and especially because Kyle bear is playing two characters. Yeah. 
Oh, also, I should give a shout-out to John Demita at the time. He's Saito Sejima, and you can tell he is more <laughs> discernibly evil than he already is. Mm-hmm. That's when he experiences joy. The o- the o- <laughs> and otherwise, he doesn't. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Rohan Kumakura is a fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just got a sh- he just got his skull smashed in a little bit with a shovel. He's fine. He's totally fine. Forget nothing, the fact that nothing he can't bad see. Could happen. Forget nothing the bad fact that he's happen. got psychological issues and can't see out of the right side of his face. No, it's fine. Nothing's wrong. It's here. fine. He's gonna be okay. This is fine. It mm. do- is it bad that he just curb stomped a guy for looking at him funny? I mean, yes, but what are you gonna do? Tell is, him no? Is it bad? Tell he... the guy who just curb stomped a dude's fucking teeth in no? Is it bad that he has an obsession with uh, women and their, what is it, the left, uh, it's the left side? The left? It's literally the side of his face that is basically numb. Whatever it is. There's an obsession with uh, getting their pretty eyes out of their head? <laughs> yep. Yeah, Kyle Bear is great. He's scary when he wants to be. Mm. Looks all these don't hear enough trophies. Of, we don't hear enough of Kyle Bear being scary sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he genuinely is kind of unsettling as Rohan. Oh, it's great. J- just a cold motherfucker, Yakuza boss. Yeah. 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 <laughs> absolutely, uh... We'll absolutely send assassins after you, or do it personally. Either way, yeah, doesn't really will, matter he, to him. He, he will fuck your shit up. Also, I know they're not they're brothers and not twins, but it's like Rohan and Moma kind of feels like one ate more nutrients in the womb than the other. <laughs> <laughs> they're also like twelve years apart, so I can definitely see how they would uh, grow up differently. Mm. Oh man. That would definitely, there's definitely a discernible gap in general to the ways they live mm-hmm. and the ways they approach their life. Where it's like, Rohan is genuinely a cold, monstrous person. Well, I will also give shout out to the fact that Kyle Bear is also playing Falco as Rohan. And it is a much, it's like a gentle giant in that approach while also still being authoritative and calculated. Yeah. Which probably, like, the single worst, you are so wearing a fucking wire, my guy. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> okay, I think I just realized what is kind of the difference between Rohan and Mama here. Okay. Okay. okay, basically, Rohan is like an actual scary Yakuza boss. Mm-hmm. So Moba is a guy who who really wants you to think he's a cool Yakuza boss, but he just kind of sucks. <laughs> Mo- Moba, Moma's Moma, the best. Moma reminds me of the characters you see in Yakuza who are like, they're the boss of a family, but it's like, like shitty low-rent family that no one takes seriously. <laughs> and they're... They're not, like, it kind of bugs them, but hey, they're Yakuza at least, right? There, there absolutely is a lot of uh, points of comparison between Moma and Ichiban. Or oh, yeah. or any other character in those games. What, yeah. about, what about the guy that's obsessed with Kiryu? What, Majima? Yeah. That, that's, that's not different than Moma. <laughs> I mean, just replace Kiri, just replace all his Kiryu dialogue with Iris or Aset, and it kind of works. Oh my god. <laughs> Aset-chan. Uh, 
<laughs> Tessa. I, 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 Mo, 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 Moma is more of a distant fawning. Majima clearly wants to fuck uh, Kiryu. It's different. <laughs> Something like that. But no, I think I think Kyle A. Bear is great as Rohan. It's just I feel like we have the least to talk about with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but his his, yeah. his his presence is felt more than seen, yeah. and the he, game does a good job at making you feel his presence. Yeah, I I think like Kyle gets more time as Falco in Rohan's body than he does uh, Rohan yeah. proper. Exactly. Uh, and, yeah. and by that point in the game, like the pressure is on, so everything's kind of like uncertain. You're just trying to like let's let's not fuck this up. Immediately <laughs> fucks much. it up. Oh God, that was that was maybe the worst, most painful interrogation I've ever seen. Yep. It's just, it, 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 it's it's the only perp response is, "What are you a cop?" Answers, <laughs> "Yeah, yes, he is in fact a cop." Ah, uh, yes. How it, did you know? It, it's the same level of energy as Ryuji going around and being like, hey, it's time for our Phantom Thieves meeting oh because God. we need to go and do Phantom Thieves thing because we need to not let people find out that we're the Phantom Thieves, you oh guys. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Could I just, like... Leak it to hey the Saito, did you know? Did you know that we were the we were the Cyclops killer for several consecutive murders, oh and God. we were murderers in this specific time and place? But I'm a little fuzzy on the details. I'd love to talk about all the excruciating, minute details of these murders, uh, Saito. Yeah. Could you please enlighten me? Yes. Same energy, same fucking. I energy. told you yeah. never to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, I love it. Oh. It's, no. So you want to talk about just a little guy? <laughs> I love Moma. <laughs> it's his birthday. It's his <laughs> fucking. I'm just a little guy. It's my birthday. <laughs> God, I can I can hear that Akechi Tag's voice so oh fucking God. well. <laughs> made made better by the fact that as we see later, he is extremely tiny. Yes. So, He's so short. He's very short, but <laughs> so, it's fine. So I short, say this. The Earth is just big. <laughs> oh, that is such a good line. <laughs> I forgot Love. about that one. I Love the writing in this game. There's something... It. Like, Keiji Tang plays Moma as, like... He plays him as a, as a guy who... How do I describe this? He feels very Joe Pesci, mm-hmm. but not specifically like, not like Goodfellas Joe Pesci, like the actually scary, fucked up Joe Pesci. No, I'm talking like a My Cousin Vinny kind of Joe Pesci. Ooh, okay. Interesting. That's what I'm feeling. Hmm. Momo could be a good wife guy if he wasn't obsessed with an 18-year-old. Oh, God. <laughs> I stand by that. Oh, he was. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. It, but, feel, it, yeah, it feels sorry. like the most... Uh, not. I haven't played Yakuza 7, so I, I only know Ichiban like, through osmosis. This feels like a close second to the most KG Tang character that's ever existed. This, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a man. Definitely number one, but this is a close second. Just Ichiman look at this. One. 
Just look at this man and tell me he wouldn't happily slurp down Coke milk. What? I'll, 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 I'll be honest. If I'll be, I'll, that hurts. Ichiban and maybe Momo are definitely the they're they're some of Keiji's strongest work as an actor. But the character that's most like his Twitter persona is definitely Gojo from JJK. Oh, you're uh, like, you're not that, wrong. That's a that's a guy who drinks Coke milk. <laughs> Fuck. I I also stand by. It's very funny that like. I want to see Osamu Dazai and Satoru Gojo just in a room together, which now that you're watching Boomgo, you understand. Oh my god, That's, I want to see why that. Would you, why would you do that? The oh chaos my god, I actually <laughs> would want to see that. Sometimes shit. you just want to see the world burn. And Momo doesn't want to so. see the world burn like his brother. He just wants to... I'm not sure what he wants. I, I know he's just... He wants to run his legitimate business and moon over this independent idol he found on the internet that one time. <laughs> and ideally not being insecure uh, and embarrassed about it. If, okay. if he can get there. Ideally. Yeah, the way... Side note, the way you find out that MoMA is like a big A-set stan is he has, he has a, a figure, figure in, his in, a, in a hidden safe <laughs> that's behind his desk. Which... And, no. and then they do the whole... Like, he baits him with oh, the yeah. A-set cheer. A-set, you bet! And it's like... <laughs> Fears! <laughs> uh, threat! Silhouette! A-set! You bet! His uh, lackeys are like... Boss? Boss? He's like, get out! Get you the saw fuck nothing. out! You saw nothing! Don't you look at me! <laughs> don't you look at me! Don't you fucking look at me! I... I think my thing about MoMA is I feel like MoMA is like in in this game to me MoMA is a better Ota Masushita. Oh my god, we haven't even <laughs> talked about Ota yet. We'll get to that in a second. I feel he, like he put a pin in that. He's Ota if Ota got a real job. Yes. He's Ota if Ota got a real job and like actually felt like he contributed. Yeah. Cuz cuz like at the end of the game MoMA is effectively the one of your most ride or die hoes. Yeah. Yes, he, he's great. right there in the action scenes, and he's got a gun, which makes him useful. He, oh yeah, like you've got the twelve-year-old with a pipe, who is basically your glass nuke. Yeah, uh, you've got MoMA, <laughs> who has a gun. Ota, who has a license. Perhaps <laughs> he can be used as a human shield. He could be used as a human shield. <laughs> Again, lines from this game, and then you and then you've got an idol girl who's obsessed with uh, cults and her hot mom and her hot. <laughs> That's what she's bringing to the table, huh? Uh, <laughs> I guess so. I, I do uh, like that that scene, um, wh where you get uh, Moma un under your thumb, basically, uh, and how this plays out differently in different routes because that's all Iris wrote. Uh, shenanigans that happens. The other side, yeah. you you kind of just have to uh, coax it out of him that he's got this shady business dealings going on with So, uh, and otherwise it doesn't really affect much. It's like way at the end of one of those routes that he's like, oh, uh, this this idol girl got hurt on uh, through this guy's actions. Um, you catch that fucker. I'll, I'll do whatever <laughs> I can. And you and you don't have context for this yet. But Probably, it's like a, if you, you played it in this bastard. order. Yeah. He's also the reason you even are able to catch Iris is because he's like, okay, dude, you're gonna lose this girl. Put a tracker on her. Yeah. That's pretty much. Also, like, he has one of my favorite portraits in the game when he is, like, clearly trying to show off to, test to Tessa and be like, 
we're a legitimate business <laughs> where his pupils grow like twice the size and it's it's like, like he has to play nice because it, iris is there it's it, great it's like his, most of the time it's like, got, like the tiny snake eyes it's like, he goes from tiny snake eyes to the big giant pupils it's like the grinch learning he had a heart yeah. <laughs> or like puss and boobs going full puppy dog <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes oh, but no kg tag is great and i love his dynamic with date in that they're they are both kind of disastrous horny men but yes. in different ways mm-hmm. where it's like i think one of my favorite interactions was just like date is clearly trying to set up for like a terrible like dirty joke where it's like hey what are those like what does a candle remind you of? Uh, I don't know. Think of that. Just a giant candle with the flame, the... like, dripping, dripping down. And, and then he's just like, what? Like a dick? What? Like a dick? He's like, I wasn't asking you. It's like, Dante <laughs> is such, like, a smarmy, I'm going to set up this stupid joke. Just so I and can make Moma's her say like, it and Moma just comes Oh, it's like, dick. Or it's like, oh, tits. Got it. No tits. It's like, I didn't ask you. God. You're such a straight shooter. How do your minds work? How did you both come to this conclusion is my question. (laughs) Because fuck you. That's why. Because why not? (laughs) It's great. They're both juvenile idiots. I love KG Tank. He's an idiot, but God, love him. Oh, God. I love KG Tank. He's fantastic as MoMA. Speaking of dirty jokes. (laughs) oh man mama is fantastic i love mama fun fact uh if you look a little into the uh like the profiles of these characters i think uh mama is canonically like non-binary gender non-conforming yeah i I believe it goes uh assigned male at birth uh, gender neutral now and uses she her pronouns. I love mama. Yeah. I, what I a fucking up, queen. I was, I was looking up to see if there was any uh, pun on her name and no one's cracked that yet but she's got like a very her real name Osamu is like a very masculine boyish name uh, and I, th- I was just discovering while trying to like Google the kanji. It's like, did you mean to spell it in this order? And it comes out to marble, which is the name of her bar. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the pun they're going for I there. Think that's the or it's like oishi, which is delicious. So, mm. so, so just like delicious mm. men. There, there I, I assume, which would that's, be that's, in character. That would be that would totally be a mama right there. There's there's a very specific character archetype that I think mama is that has shown up in like other like japanese media mm-hmm. like I, I i'm trying to remember if there's like a specific name for it but i think that is actually i think that might just be what mama is is like a, a mama bar like a mama of a yeah, bar like a host, hostess yeah bar. like a hostess a, a, a like bar, sort of like a bar queer... matron hostess yeah mm-hmm. if you've if you've played a japanese video game that is set in a city uh, most yakuza games, Persona Five. These this character type shows up pretty frequently. They're, I'm, they're pretty I'm also they, they I'm also kind of to... thinking of Tokyo Godfathers too. Now that I think about oh, it, oh, a little bit, yeah. They, they tend to be cis. Uh, the examples I'm thinking of, but th- mm-hmm. this archetype uh, shows up a lot. Like I'm thinking Persona Five, it... or um, actually Jet. When we were talking about uh, Carol and Tuesday, uh, Angel's mother in that is also kind of this archetype. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I'll say this. This is one of those archetypes that very easily could be a, uh, how, how do you say, uh, terrible. Yes, terrible. Mm. Horribly, horribly offensive and dated. Horribly yes. offensive, very homophobic, very predatory sexualization. Just absolutely... It could just go wrong so fast. And I yeah. think this game, I'm not going to completely say it It misses that. There are some lines and there are some times where it crosses over into that a little. I, I think the nuance here is that uh, Mama's gender and her uh, presentation is never called into question it's occasionally mm -hmm. like she behaves in an unladylike manner and that's kind of the butt of the joke the, the or like the or most they'll, the... they'll say is like date like is like oh mama you look so different and it's like that's a fridge you asshole <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's what i was getting towards is it's not her presentation is that she's fat and overweight is more of the jokes and that's what they used to uh make fun of her for which, which, which is also which, kind of mean-spirited and over the line in a different way. That, that, that does lead to maybe my favorite actual line delivery from Patrick, which after the big dance number at the end, incidentally, if you for some reason played the game, there's a big dance number at the end. Surprise! Uh, everyone's kind of shouting over each other, and if you listen closely, you can pitch out that Patrick is... Mama is basically saying, Dante, it's great to have you back, but if you compare me to my fridge again, they will never find your body. Or something <laughs> along those lines. I missed there, there are so many people talking over in that scene that like it's I can, you're going to miss something. I can't I can't exactly remember what she threatens him with, but she definitely threatens him with some sort of Oh, harm. I love that. That's if, you amazing. Wanted, if you wanted my personal favorite delivery, it's actually probably like one of the most dramatic reveals in the game. Which is when he's out drinking with Shoko. Where it's like she is basically letting out all of her demons and all the shitty oh. things that she has done out. And then Date's like, um, I think you need to scold her or something. It's like, alright, fine. Hey, Shoko, honey. No, no. No, 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 no. There, I scolded her happy. <laughs> like she's talking to a cat. Yeah. By the way, Shoko Nadami, she's not getting any Mother of the Year awards. No, she no. is not. Side note. <laughs> Shoko's a terrible mother. Uh, oh, did we it cut says, uh, Shoko and uh, Renju from Castleist for today? Uh, we, we left them off just because neither of them actually show up on screen that often. Yeah. Good, but um, feel, feel free to discuss them as needed. Dorothy Vaughn <laughs> is terrible, is, is great at being terrible. And Chris Hackney is, oh, he is dealing with a lot of shit. Oh boy. It's good His... that there is no redemption for these characters and no way to save them. The only two characters you cannot save. Yes, Which, no matter the route. Yeah. Real bad. It says a lot that, like, the best character in the game, her best outcome is both of her parents being dead. Yes! It, it's, it's a testament to their crummy parenting skills that Date is sincerely and truly the preferable alternative. Oh, yeah. He's a horny gremlin asshole, but he's a horny gremlin asshole who does, in fact, care. Yeah, he cares a lot. 
Dante's well, a good man. Pain in the ass, in, but a good he just man. he just maybe needs to hide his cuckoldry videos better. We'll put a <laughs> pin in that for later. We'll discuss the cuckoldry nature of Date Kaname <laughs> later. Kaname Date. Anyways, bitch. but no, I think Patrick's site, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, I, I guess in, in retrospect, you could have done certain things, but honestly, I think Patrick's performance is indeed still strong enough and gets everything that Mama needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have been so easy to make Mama a way worse, way shittier, way more offensive character than the game actually does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. It doesn't I... completely succeed 100% of the time, but there are far more hits than there are misses, and that in itself is fucking incredible. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I really liked Mama as a character. She was a lot of fun, and I really uh, played Patrick Patrick Betrayal. It was, as I was a lot of fun, a lot of really, a lot of really good one-liners uh, bouncing off of. A lot of characters, and especially Dante, really well. It was it was just a really fun time. She, she just has great chemistry with Dante. It's great. Yeah. I'll only say that the writing around Mama improves in the sequel. So <laughs> yes, the writing and, and around I, Mama in the sequel is amazing. So it's got less of these complaints that we have. As I will, all I will uh, add to that. So they they've learned from this. Yes. It. Like I, that's the, that's the impression I get is that they did not completely get it, but this comes from a place of like a naive ally instead of a judgmental uh, hater. They actually make a point in the um, the appendix entries too. There's an appendix that gets added that things are added to very frequently, especially terminology, wording, things like that. Um, one of them is LGBT because mus- there's a point in the game i think it's the mizuki route it is the mizuki route where, where it's literally like are you scared, scared of gay of, people are you scared of mama she's just like nah no. and she she was she had this like actually really insightful little piece of dialogue it, and then it's they jump, wonderful they put that they it put is that incredible it's it is fantastic it is the reason why people think that some political agendas were inserted into the game right when it's just like shit. no that's here, let me pull up the Japanese the for you, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's Mizuki in Japanese saying LGBT. Like in right. full English, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. it's like fucking. For you. a prompt that starts with, do you have a problem with gay people? <laughs> that That is a great swerve. Uh, Which I, I, I other... forgot to mention it at the top of the show, but that clip circulating around Twitter around the time the, the game came out is what got... Uh, me to pick up this game by the yeah. time it was on next on sale next uh, I'd watched um, Dr. Cohen PhD's video on that as well uh, a little late to re- recommend that as a spoiler free option but <laughs> that that was oh, great yes. and uh, what I owe uh, to playing this game God, I love mama Mama's great. Any other final thoughts? I like Mama more in the sequel, though, but that's because, she, oh, I can't uh, we, say it. We're not going to talk about the sequel. Damn. I'm trying to... I like her more in the sequel, but it's because of a very funny reason. Oh, every time you go into the bar and you hit the TV screen, Mama always has something. She's like, hey, do you want to watch two naked men grapple with each other? And then Dante's just like, 
Um, I don't want to watch sumo wrestling, Mom. It's fine. <laughs> I love how he always knows. That's the best. Yup. <laughs> The, 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 the game does a good job of establishing that, like, Mama and Date are friends. Yes. And, like, they, 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 they give each other shit in a way that feels like it does come from a place of affection, not like, I'm going to rag on this person because I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very much in this archetype of bar hostess, because, like, mm-hmm. the culture in Japan is, I will keep the bar open for my regulars, and otherwise we are closed. Pretty much. Yeah. Mama's great, Patrick's performance is strong. I love Indeed. Mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, any 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 last thoughts before we move on? Uh... I want to talk about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about let's talk about Andrew's wife. Let's talk about you. Yeah, I'm right here, fucker. Rude. I love you too. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, you have God, yeah. <laughs> So next next up we have the adults in this in this scenario. Quote unquote adults in this scenario. <laughs> First up, we have Boss. She is Date's boss. What is her real name? I don't remember if they established that anyway. She's away Kurunushi. I was just gonna say I think yes. it's a s- I feel like it's, it's, it, is, it is literally a throwaway line, but they do tell you the winner. It is Shizue Kuranushi. They literally call it over the intercom uh, while Date's in a hospital bed. And then Mizuki's like, <laughs> that name doesn't fit her at all. It's oh, yeah, that's game right. reveal. <laughs> it's a throw. It means uh, nothing, but it is like, ah, oh, that's her name. Cool. I mean, it's a I pun. It's I forget what the pun, what the pun, pun. is. Of course, but it's, it's a pun. But it's obviously a pun. Puns. It's gotta be puns like big eyes. tits in Japanese or something. Jesus Christ. You want it to be big tits in Japanese, bro. Uh, as a, as a, okay, I, mean, I mean, never forget that it's really where Fujiko Mine's name comes from. Just Twin Peaks. Wait, what? What? Really? <laughs> Fuji? Like the mountain? Yeah, oh my it, yeah, it is yeah, literally, literally a Twin Peaks joke. Yep. Oh uh, my god, fucking Christ. I did, did, you, did you not know that? No! One of the oldest want, ones. I don't watch enough Lupin to know that. You also well, don't know enough Japanese to piece Japanese. that together. I, that's also true, but shut the fuck re- up. Re- remember, Fujiko Mine is the world's longest running Bond girl, and she is named like a Bond girl. Anyways. <laughs> Oh my god. We look like real boobs now, don't we? Yeah, yes, you do. Andrew. So Nushi can be read like Sue, making Bossu, or Shizue uh, means quiet, which doesn't fit boss at all. There we go. Yeah, no, it does not fit her. <laughs> okay, quiet boss is a fucking Hideo Kojima character. <laughs> <laughs> we have established this. It's true. Oh, uh, boss. So, so we have boss. Uh, we also have Pewter. Uh, Pewter is another person who works at Abyss, which is the organization Dante works for. He's like a technician for the sync machines, which is a fancy thing they use to inception themselves into people's brains. Uh, he uh, First time I played this, Natasha looked at him and said, uh, he, he's a fuckboy. <laughs> he ended up being right. <laughs> she was right on the He's uh, also she, gay. She, she pay, which yeah, is she, great. Oh yeah, it turns out he's been having an illicit affair with um, with Renju. With Renju this entire time. Yeah. Okay, let's continue on. I have something funny to say. Oh no. Uh, then we, uh, then we uh, next up we have Tomi Sagan, who is Iris's mother. She's a very nice lady. She can't use her right arm anymore due to an injury she received many years ago, where she was shot. Uh, 
she has a she has a very tragic backstory. She's trying her very best to be a single mother. I love working out I there in this Hitomi. hard hard world. She's very nice. And then we and finally we have uh, Mayumi Matsushita. She is Ota's mom. She is a very dear sweet old lady who unfortunately is also starting to experience some severe. At least in some of the just uh, some of the roots, some severe memory problems, which is why she keeps acting like her restaurant is open, even though that thing's been shuttered for years. Mayumi uh, makes me so sad. Yes, uh, not not mentioned here, but I'll briefly bring up is Oda's dad. I don't remember who plays him, but uh, uh, he looks like a pop. He looks like a Dave Popeye. Ki- no, that- no, that would be David Lodge. Thank you. Where'd it's you get a- Dave Mallow? I don't know. Where did I get Dave Mallow from? I don't yeah, it's know. David Lodge. I was on the. I got half of that right. Because <laughs> that was that is Jiraiya and that is Gerald. I, I was thinking Jiraiya. I just had the wrong last name. I think you are right on the money with Popeyes. No, he looks like a Popeye <laughs> character, and it, it 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 makes me laugh every single time he shows up. He's, he's, and he's a so character played for drama. He is genuinely a character played for drama, and he's got like the fucking Hitler stash, and he looks like he would he wouldn't be out of place in a Tintin cartoon. Oh my! I don't know what you're talking about. Tintin's very serious. Tintin's. I haven't watched Tintin in ages. Shit, I miss Tintin. Anyways, um, who's playing these characters? Uh, Boss is being played by Alika Clark. You know for such roles as Bidu in Genshin Impact. She plays Dorothea and Shamir in Fire Emblem Three Houses, and she is. Z- Zana, I don't know how to pronounce that name, in Frisk the No Star Lost Paradise. Uh, Pewter is being played by Sean Chiplock. He's Nero in Final Fantasy VII Remake. He is uh, Mishima in Persona 5, another fuckboy that no one likes. He's <laughs> <laughs> a type, Correct. apparently. Uh, and he is Victory Buchanan in Wasteland 3, which I bring up because that's a great name. Thank you, Wasteland. Uh, Hitomi is being played by Dora Fine who is Bertha in Pokemon Masters, uh, Margot in Black Desert, and Makoto Framper in Death and Request 2, a game that I've never heard of, but that's a hell of a title, and also has that random semicolon thing they do in some of these visual novels that I never understand. I don't know. That means they're all the same uh, series. Don't you worry about it. Oh, Christ. <laughs> it's one single universe. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's where we just go to the semicolon universe. I don't... No, why not the thing? I think like, like the so technical like umbrella chaos head those things. Yeah, I think yeah. like the umbrella no, term but... is science adventure series. Uchikoshi's Fine. written for one of those spinoffs. Yeah, I believe sense. that. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I mean, Steins Gate's all about John fucking Tidor. That's that's exactly yeah. his alley. That makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and Mayumi is being played by Philly Sampler, who is um. Taokaka in the Blaze, Blaze Blue games. She is Ren in God Eater Resurrection, and she is Marami Broom in only the PSP version of Shadow of Destiny. I didn't realize that. I don't know why that game got redubbed when it got re-released on a different console, but whatever. Hmm. Fine. Anyways, uh, should we should we talk about you, you want to talk about your wife, Andrew? Honestly, <laughs> as much as it pains me to say this, you want to talk about We your need wife to last. save her for last. All right, but. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes it's better to keep them waiting than to give them what they want right away. God damn where, it! Where is this going? Because this I could don't... go because this could go either way. This could go well, Andrew go so sit in the corner, fucking... or this could go very sentimental, very quick, quickly. Yeah, I was just gonna go say she's fucking hot. <laughs> All right, well, yes. so you can go sit in the corner for a bit. Anyways, let's. Let's, can, can, let's cool down and talk can, about a sad, sweet old lady. I was about to say, can we talk yeah. about Mayumi? May you, okay. Mayumi's story made me sad. 
Because, I mean, I have... I've been dealing with grandparents who have, like, dementia and, and Alzheimer's and all that fun shit. So, when we got to the Ota route, and then you re- and then you actually hear what's going on, and you find out, yeah, she can't remember things because she has dementia. It's like, I, like... I think if you go back to the VODs when we pl- got to that part, you can you can just see my f- like jaw drop. I'm like, no! I was so sad. And I, Felice, God bless her for this. Um, Mayumi is a sweet little old lady. I, I love her to pieces. She's <laughs> She thinks Iris is a witch. <laughs> it's just funny. She has her, she has a few funny moments, but majority of it is just my, Felice just being this sweet, motherly character. She really loves her son. She cares about Ota a lot, even though sometimes he doesn't fucking deserve it. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, but I think Felice, and especially during the Ota route, like, you just really feel for Mayumi. And everything's going on. And oh my god, I think Mayumi's Somnium almost made me cry when we played it. I yeah, it was very sad. It was. I feel more than anything, Mayumi as a Mayumi and the Ota route is almost a story removed from everything else. In that I the Somnium Files is a high sci-fi fantasy mystery th- psycho killer story. Mm-hmm. It is about psycho murderers obsessed with eyeballs. It is about sinking into somebody's brain with a giant technological machine and seeing all the weird dream stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. It's about weird, mysterious, meow meow perverted anime men. It's all that. But Mayumi is something a little more real. Yeah. In more than anything, if you're like, this is a weird psycho killer anime thing, and then suddenly it takes a moment to explore the matter of dementia, Mm -hmm. losing yourself in your own mind and memories, with a genuine level of tact, empathy... And maturity that I almost kind of wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not that this game couldn't handle serious storytelling or that it can't do stuff like that, but I feel like there's it, a lot of people that. It's a story that you didn't quite expect in a game like this. And it feels like the kind of thing, the, sto- the kind of story and the kind of character that a lesser writer and a lesser mm-hmm. creator would have fumbled. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And if I could this recall feels... correctly, like, playing in the context of the game, this was, like, this was the first ending that you guys got? This was the first real ending we got to. Yeah, because we went through the Annihilation route until we got locked out of it, and then we went back and we went to, into the Ota route. I also just think Hersomnium is genuinely one of the most emotional yeah. portrayals of actually getting to see what it is like to see someone lose themselves in their own mind. It's 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 oddly enough the whole concept of sinking and delving into one's dreams and essentially their consciousness and their memories. It's a very 
interesting and I think almost like visceral experience, especially when you're delving into a, the mind of an older woman who has this dementia. So you kind of now process kind of like her thoughts and her thoughts and feelings because her somnium primarily is in pieces. It's kind of in shambles. And your job during the entirety of that somnium is to kind of put her, like, kind of help clear, give her some clarity and put her mind in a way back together by going through these different memories and piecing these pieces together again. Find it's the a pieces very... that most matter to her and uh, put yeah. that back on the forefront. Remind mm -hmm. her also, the uh, end of, of that, what matters like... most. Exactly. The it's very that, interesting and such a visceral experience, that's all. The end of that Somnium broke my heart and Felice's, like, genuine, like, cry of pain she, at, like, losing yeah. the thing she was to her. She really, really fucking me. goes for it uh, in yeah. those last moments. I'm about to start crying thinking about it. Fuck. <laughs> it is, it is yeah. incredible. Mayumi is a sweet lady, deserves nothing but the best. And that best really is not what she is given in regards to Ota. Oh, God. Yeah, like, we'll we'll it, get to him. Yeah. I, <laughs> piece of shit. No, like, it, 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 okay, my, my, I'll say this. I okay, get okay, Ota. Okay, 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 look. Okay, look, I know we're going to do a lot of rightful ducking at Ota, but it is worth noting he does at least get better partially through that zombie. But... He, he, does, he, does. It, he does, in fact, in grow route, yes. in that route. Mm -hmm. I guess it is still frustrating. The rest of the time he's a pain in the ass, but so, that route he does grow a lot. This but, is the great thing about video games and this uh, like branching structure of this. So like yeah. we have Mayumi's uh, Somnium, which is gameplay enforcing the story, which I adore about this game. A hundred percent. Because it comes up multiple times. Uh, and some of these frustrations are like, hey, we have Mayumi here. This is the like heart of this. Uh, once we know that we're not going to branch off anymore and we're just going straight thought shot to an ending, we can uh, plant some more seeds and put and really hone in on one of these stories and mm -hmm. make it hurt by the time you get to the end of that. Oh, that one hurt. That one hurt. And, and then you get to go back to one of these branching points and regress all of that character growth. And, <laughs> Ota's, and Ota's a piece of shit again. And, it's, yes. and you can hate on him with a free conscience. So in the Ota route... He gets a free pass, and then immediately after that, I get Date almost mm -hmm. dying because the sink was so terrible because he's incompatible with Oda. And then he's like, hey, get me a fucking straw that Tessa drank out of. Like, literally go die, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Mm. Like, it, mm. like the, the title isn't a joke. This, this is a... It's a story about love, and it's many mm -hmm. forms. And this is like a... I heard you it's, laugh at that. It's true. This is a familial type of love. Yeah, th is this is this familiar. Yeah, Naomi was familiar willing to go love. to fucking jail for her son. You can't yeah. buy that. No. Yeah. She was willing to go to jail partially because she couldn't fucking remember what was going on, but she couldn't remember what she did. <laughs> so, but point still stands. This is like a familial love, and you can kind of feel that. And kudos to also Ota and Zach Ekular, which we're probably going to get to shortly too. Um, like the chemi the chemistry and the um, the back and forth between Zach and Felice, especially during the last part of that Ota route, is just like oh my heart, my heart, <laughs> my heart hurts for Mayumi. 
Nice lady. She's a good lady. I miss Felice Sampler. Yeah, I don't think we've mentioned that yeah. this is the late uh, Felice Sampler. Sadly. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, this was. Was this one of the last? This was a, yeah. This was about one. Of, yeah, this was about one of the last things he did. I think. Yeah. I think she was she was active for at least a few more years before she finally passed. Yeah, like she was still active up until she passed, but in this one, like maybe one of the last like really notable things he did. Mm-hmm. Went out on top is all I can say. Like this is yeah. some yeah. of her best work. Mm-hmm. So a good mom to another good mom. Is that where we want to go next? I guess. Do you want to talk about the fuck boy? No, let's talk about Hitomi. Do we want to talk about the fuck boy? Fuck that! We I, gotta talk about the other good mom. I do want to talk about the fuck boy, but like, I don't... Yes, we, let, we should, but let's like, let's ease back into the guy we're probably gonna make fun of a little bit, you know? That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair, because going from dementia to fuck boy is very much two ends of the spectrum here. <laughs> Hitomi is great. And I feel like more than anything, going into this game, I... Folks, this may surprise you, I'm quite familiar with a lot of anime, and I'm quite familiar with a lot of anime and English dubs. I mean, yes. Most everybody on this list I have heard in something before. Even a minor part, but I've at least have a passing familiarity it with what their voice sounded like and some prior works some for, more than others but still yeah for me it's uh i think this was my first experience with a lot of this cast i've gotten much more familiar with them uh since this game came out mm-hmm. but yeah dora fine was the one i had no point of reference to she She's was one of the ones for me she was somebody i didn't know anything about their prior work so this was a complete and total, all right, this is my first impressions of you, what you got. And what you got is heartbreak. Hatomi goes through it, man. I also need Especially to- once you learn the actual context, like what happened in the past with her and Renju, and Iris's birth mother. The, the heartbreak of <laughs> being like, I would break her heart if- she knew that I wasn't her real mother. It's mm-hmm. like, you fucking fool. You fucking imbecile. You are her real mother. God damn it. Yeah. Always yeah. have. Always will. She'll always be there for you and love you. You fucking fool. You imbecile. It's a love All story. We- and one yes. of those forms of love is found family. Oh my yes. god. Oh my god. It All is. because of a wow. crazy little serial killer named Saitosa Are you sensing a bit? <laughs> I, god, it is a bit. But no, legitimately, Dora Fine has this very sweet tenderness to her mm-hmm. in the way she kind of carries herself. Like, this is a sweet teacher that you can tell really cares for her kids and is doing her best. Yeah. Like, she's a very yeah. nice, sweet woman. I wouldn't say completely naive, but genuinely, like, well-meaning and sincere. Mm -hmm. But you see there's, like, a level of, like, darkness to her in seeing somebody kill somebody near and dear to her and having to... Like, she she was basically somebody who... You know what I love about Hitomi in particular? Is that she was on the path to revenge. Yes. 
she was on the path to revenge a path of solitude that was it was one of anger it was one of rage and it was one of loneliness until at some point that rage was filled with genuine love did it uh, for I? God damn it, Jackson! Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. I really do want to find kind of does the whole totally mother thing. And then, you know, she sounds like a little bit of a more kind of. I mean, like, not even necessarily dark side, but I guess more like, oh, you know, she's. She's a little. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, I guess he's a little more like the sly side than you might expect. Like. Or like even when like even when she was eating Falco, like she like she knew he was up to some stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. she still went along with him. Yeah. The first time she meets a man, literally makes out with her to keep her mouth shut, and instead of being like horrified, she's intrigued. Yes. Hmm. I wonder where Iris gets it from. <laughs> he may be a re- I, Hitomi Sagan, he may be a red flag, but red's my favorite color. What it do, baby? <laughs> what it do, baby? God damn it. Oh, shit. And I, genuinely, their relationship does seem genuinely sweet and stuff, but I really love how complicated Hitomi is, and Dora, Dora does every bit of it. She's got the anguish and heartbreak, the love and nurturing side of her, the kind of sort of ditzy side of her, too, in that she's in Date's apartment. And then it's like, oh, uh, Mizuki tells me how diligent you are in that you watch all these training videos of a female operative getting captured behind enemy lines. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go <laughs> yes, of, yes, of course I do. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Definitely not porn. Uh, <laughs> Dante's like, hmm. Dante's whistling. <laughs> It'd probably be nice not to mention uh, our our friend, mutual friend Getter. Uh, when he's simping or shilling this game, uh, he talks a lot about uh, Dorothy Fine and that it, it's his favorite performance in this dub. In particular, and I agree with this, for the scene where she's recounting her backstory and uh, talking uh, about that, raising Iris. Yeah. I, I genuinely think that's one of the best scenes uh, of the game. Man, yeah. now, I feel, okay, now I feel bad because when he says something, I, I, I thought it was in a horny direction. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, Hitomi is just genuinely sweet. It's mm. like... I love Hitomi. She's just, she's so sweet. She's a nice lady. Right. She oh. she cooks up this evil plan uh, for revenge, but that gets put on the back burner because she's got to raise a kid, and yeah. she finds fulfillment in that. Uh, and she, it's like this duty that she has to her friends, but and this love that she finds uh, for her adoptive daughter. It, yeah, it's, it is really quite beautiful. Like. One one of the things that you can miss in the game is uh, you have to look down at, in one of the scenes and you see the baby Iris in her arms, uh, just like and I didn't and know it's that these moments that can just hit you out of nowhere uh, when in an interactive medium like that, which I really really love. 
it's a it's genuinely Dora is one of the biggest surprises of this whole cast where it's like I feel like most of them I kind of had a good feeling of them she she really does a lot of incredible work as Atomi and it's great character great story genuinely touching mm-hmm. deserves all the accolades I, I don't know if um it would have been better but there is a version of this story where Hitomi is like the main hero- heroine and like romantic interest uh for, really? for Date. Mm-hmm. Uh, more more so than she is already, where she's kind of off to the side, outside of her one route. Hmm. Uh, as, I mean, as, I mean, for all intents and purposes, she sort of is in the grand scheme of things. She kind of still is, yes. I guess it's also but, just a general fact of I could take more porny Date jokes for her than some of the ones that the game gives with him and Iris. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I was going. Okay, you know what I was going to say. This probably talking about Iron Maiden, even though I was getting out of the way now. Okay, yeah. See the way you know. See the way you know. Because is a real one, or at the very least, like this game is just kind of like really. Is just kind of something really interesting by like visual novel standards that instead of it being a matter of hey, which of these which of these girls with something color Harry going to date? It's which one of them are you going to adopt? Yes. <laughs> Which the canon ending is both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Both Iris and Mizuki. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> yep, yeah. Just, just have in the back of your mind at all times that Iris is eighteen. Just, just let that rattle and rattle around back there and really sink in. <laughs> Stew see, on that one for a see, while. See, it's the kind of thing where it's like, why would you simp for Iris Sagan? What do you have all these perfectly like incredible notes yeah, yeah, I mean, right yeah, over yeah, here? I mean, yeah, I mean, why would you simp for her? Her mom is right there. <laughs> Project some anime can only simp. Yeah. Yeah, you can, some people can only simp for people who have non-naturally occurring hair colors. It's very sad. You've got you've got <laughs> milf A, milf B, and the sexiest little shrimp hamster thing. Shrimp hamster. <laughs> Reject anime girls. Return to anime moms. Andrew, I can't believe you forgot about the best one of all, the blonde secretary that you can run off <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I, I love the, the big titty receptionist so much. She, um, she's great. Reba when Bird, you, doing her you, best Valley Girl accent for it's so uh, the big titty receptionist. On, I on love stream, every minute of it. On stream, there's, okay, so there is a secret ending called the Atami ending. It's incredible. Oh, and, yeah. And there's one point, I think it's during the Mizuki route, where there's a conversation point where it's like, let's go to Atami. If you say it enough, if you do that enough times, uh, okay. you go to Atami, and it's a secret random Literally ending. pulls Aiba out of it's his amazing. head, drives off, and then it's just like, oh, I just, I just decided to live in Atami now. Goodbye, Detective Life. The end. Yeah, it's the best. It's incredible. We were so surprised and laughing our asses off when we got that. And it that. kicks you out to the menu after that. Game over. Yep. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Worth. Worth Worth it. <laughs> So I so I actually do have a question for you, Amon, which I guess is going to kind of segue to the next segment. Sure. What's your beef with Pewter? <laughs> he sells us the fuck out, man. He's a coward and a spineless wimp. He did it for love, quote-unquote. Here's the thing. In the canon route, that is true. In every other route... No, he... no, no this is why I ended up playing the beginning of the canon route last 
So my lasting impression is him at his worst. Yeah. This is true. That's but fair. Literally, he is at his best when Renju is dead in every other route. Mm-hmm. Be- <laughs> because he is much like uh, MoMA before, where you're not sure of the context, but uh, he's just going all in of, let's catch this motherfucker. Which, like, legitimately, he, he is a bro. The problem is... His relationship with Red Jude is genuinely his, sincere and loving. The problem is, it's kind of a little bit of a uh, his choices give are hoes before bros. That's a, that's a, okay, okay, yes, okay. See, okay, see, it's rather, yeah, it's a real level web relationship. The problem is, it's Red Jude. Yeah, it it really <laughs> is. Like he's not the like Red Jude is just bad for everybody involved in his life. Like. Mm-hmm. Pewter needs a good man in his life. I also like the fact that it's just kind of like a throwaway gag where you can just go through his stuff and just be like, yo, there's just a bunch of BL manga in yes, here. Yes, it's great. You could get away good for, for you, a while Peter. without realizing that he's gay. Or you could find out immediately. Okay, <laughs> so I have something embarrassing to talk about. Okay. They kept dropping the whole hint about Renju's lover. So, like the who gave him the watch and was more important to him than like his own life. I spent how, how, the entire. How long did it take you to put I, that together, man? Amon, I spent the entirety of the game thinking the lover was Hitomi. <laughs> yeah, he actually did. I spent the entirety of the I game too, hey. thinking it was Hitomi. Then they dropped his real name and they're like Pewter. I'm like. Oh, fuck, I'm an idiot! <laughs> it was funny, his reaction. It was great. And then I watched literally other playthroughs. Like, I was watching fucking Pat play the game and being like, Oh, is it Pewter? <laughs> Are you gay? It's like, <laughs> fuck! You just scared the cat out of the chair, bud. <laughs> felt so stupid! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... He, he, he was that loud that he scared our cat out of the chair that is directly next to him. And it is and it is worth noting, Pewter is actually a very tastefully done gay character. Yes. In the sense that if you were not told, you wouldn't realize at all. If yeah. You, if you did not decide to fuck around and find out... <laughs> But the, and explore the the area where the sequence. He just is. seems it's, like it's a weird eccentric. He just seems like a weird eccentric guy who likes dressing up like a lavish Pokemon professor. Yeah. Until and, you're like, oh, this dude kind of wants to fucking go at it and just do yeah. it. Like all, it, all mod scientists dress like this, right? They can't all be gay. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> this one is. And like. It's just, like, when it kind of does come out that, like, he was in love with Renju and they were a thing. It like, was a the, very sweet genuine. It is sweet, but also tragic in yeah. the sense that it is like, oh, that's the way this went. And it's like, the game doesn't judge him for his relationship with Renju. No. It's mostly just the fact that he is kind of... His own love for Renju is effectively used as a weapon to manipulate him yes. into the scheme. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, wh- that is why to- that is why I don't fault Pewter necessarily completely in this grand scheme of things. When, when we get to these moments where he's not just ex- exposing about the sync machine or about AI, 
Which uh, yes, the whole you have six minutes till you're out of the sink machine. Shut the became f- a. F- God, it's damn, literally you, a meme. I don't know. Please <laughs> stop it already. Every time. Peter, I know. Fuck Peter, off. Peter, Peter, I'm already feeling really tense because this is one of the later levels. I don't need this right now. Which yes, <laughs> that that is in but fact. You must be reminded every time. That is very much a minutes. recurring joke in the second game. Yeah. They know. But. Uh, when he's not fucking exp- tell me. Yeah, when he's not exposing, uh, it's when he's betraying you for these reasons. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's kind of a downer that uh, this is what uh, Sean Chiplock gets to play with. Because uh, it's all just sad boy hours after it that. Is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Poor pewter. Sad gay boy doing his best. Yeah. I, he deserves something. He deserves somebody else that is not Renju. That yeah. is not Renju. Yes. Well, now, now, now that his terrible boyfriend is dead, he can probably find <laughs> someone better. I I have faith in him. <laughs> I have faith in him. There there are options. There are. He seems like he seems like a solid guy. He's in a large metropolitan area. I'm sure he'll be fine. He's actually <laughs> quite buff, surprisingly. Yes. Yeah. He is shockingly enough. But no, I really love Sean. It's it's a different Sean than what I'm used to. Oh no. He's laughing. Andrew, why are you laughing? Oh no. I think he has a bad a bad joke. Oh no. So his oh, no. So his metric for a guy Oh no. <laughs> his metric for a guy to get the second date is he must last at least 6 minutes. Uh, okay, you know what? That was actually a good one. You, under no circumstances, have to hand it to him. But. That was pretty good. I'm I'm, I'm giving you a plaque for the joke and also telling you to go to the corner. Here's your gold star and your dunce I will wear them with pride. Thank you very much. Sean Shiplock is fantastic as Peter. No, I love Sean. Uh, yeah, but it, it's a that very, sounds great. It's a very different Sean than what I'm used to. I'm used to um, Mr. Otsumatsu. I'm used to... Um, shit, what else is Sean in? Fuck. My brain. He's, he's the fucking bird from Zelda. I haven't... i never played Zelda before. It's gonna bug me. Like, I'm more used to anime roles for Sean. He's Mista. He Mista! Guido Mista! <laughs> fuck! Man, if you want to talk fuck, boys, Guido Mista's right there. <laughs> you right! Hand you right! Pants at all hours. <laughs> you right. But no, it's... A uh, heck of a dancer, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you right. It's it's very different. I'm, I'm... I straight up just pulled this. God, Pewter would dress like Guido to the club. <laughs> we have to go in disguise. <laughs> I, puts all, on his the, lab all these mobsters. <laughs> all these mobsters. God. He's Shin in Dora Hidoro. That's another one that's different. Ah, okay. God, fucking Pewter would fit in the JoJo world. He's hiding in place. Choromatsu, my favorite Matsuno brother. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, Shot is great. Mm hmm. <gasps> How can I forget my boy Draken from Tokyo Revengers? 
Yeah. Those are terrible. How dare I forget about my boy Draken? Goddamn. You, you monster. It's really, I am it, awful. It, it's really because it actually is kind of... Well, okay, now it is a little different from the Draken voice, but it's... No, like, the pewter voice, it, it's in the lower... A little bit of the lower register, but, like, the tone and the, um... The, the tone and the speaking pattern is very yeah. different compared to other Sean roles that I've it, seen. It, 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 yeah, there's a little bit of, like, eccentricity to mm -hmm. it. Yes. I appreciate it. He really loves his analogies for explaining all this shit. <laughs> the egg and the shell and the yolk. Oh, God, that Imagine is, like, legitimate... Egg. That is, that is legitimately the most... God, I'm thinking that one fucking meme video where it's like, all right, imagine an egg, and it's fucking my brother, my brother, and me. What if it's a turtle egg? <laughs> okay, I've got the egg. Okay, I've got okay. a different egg. Oh, my egg's hatching. Oh, no. It's a baby. I'm going to become a mama. <laughs> Fuck, what? I'll show Just you that baby later. turtle okay. came out. Was that supposed to happen? This is the analogy? Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, Peter is great. Sean is delightful. Alright, all right, okay, you know what, before, before we get to the next session, I'm, I'm putting Andrew on the leash. He's, <laughs> he's on the leash, we have to hold him back for a few minutes. I mean, hold on, just muzzle just... him, uh, I mean, we, we, we could waste more time, and if there's any other thoughts on these all other three, maybe we waste more time, so we torment <laughs> no, Andrew. No, the, the rest of us all want to talk <laughs> about please, Do you please see that clock? two hours already. <laughs> Do you see that, that way too much? The rest of us also want to talk about boss. <laughs> All right, I'll let the boys have fun. Jeez, I'm crying. Oh, God. Andrew Jesus is like Christ. biting my sweatshirt right now. He's just like, <laughs> Jesus God Christ, damn. Allegra Clark. She does it every time. Every single time. <laughs> uh, and she does it for the, the sapphics. So you know, we all benefit. The the best thing that got shared well in the lead up to this episode we'd share memes around and the best was absolutely the vtuber i believe you jackson shared this who when first runs a boss was like oh oh this is my boss yeah. oh 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 no and then i asked you jackson is there a clip of her encountering the line i can make it sexual and then she I just turns it into a puddle <laughs> There absolutely it's, was. It's, it, it, that, that's that's the moment. That's the moment where Allegra Cracks Ford's turns from good to great. <laughs> the I can make it sexual make it line sexual. is like the most. They <laughs> they want you to melt. They want they you to fucking melt. They know and feel small and like more confused and aroused than you've ever they, felt they, in your they, entire they're life. They're like this boss. Your boss. She hot. You want to fuck her. She's not only hot, she's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. It's great. Again, go. it's worth your time when you play this game to click every single thing in her office. When And you go to her office multiple fucking times. If, it's different every time. It's it, great. If it were just that she was one giant sex joke all the time, it wouldn't work. She's a dork. That's the, that's, that's the thing that I feel that people understand. If she was always hot, if she was always hot girl shit all the time, it wouldn't work. And it wouldn't always be She's hot. Because then it feels like the game is trying to always make her hot. Mm-hmm. But then she's also a dork who's like, who like has a fucking jack-o'-lanterns like, they always call the pumpkins Jack. What if her name? What if their, his name was Bill? Yeah. And she's laughing like it's so hilarious, and it's like, God, I just want to. Yeah. 
fucking turkey. And, and then she has to stop. Cut the mother's like, Andrew, dial it back like, a bit here, bud. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was funnier in my head. Which is also just a great punchline to that as well. She uh, is adorable. She is sweet and also... She hot. Yeah. I genuinely yeah. think Allegra Clark might have one of the best performances in the entire game. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, she gets to be, yeah, she gets to be funny. Uh, she gets uh, she gets to be funny. She gets to be commanding uh, when she needs to be, and uh, also later in the game she gets to be extremely terrifying because I gotta say like out of all the moments because mm, because of all around. the moments where uh, Saito is possessing people, the moments where uh, he's in boss are by far the scariest. It the is yes. scare roused has never been more apt. <laughs> I, I like. Th- also, okay. Here's something we also need to praise. You ever see? You know there are cartoons where it's like when they do the body swap episode, they swap the voices despite the fact that doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah, that's typically how Japan does it, and I think how they did it in this game as well. Anime dubs try to keep it accurate to the voice is belongs to the body, and then and you have them play play different characters. This entire game and this entire dub is centered around the fact that the voice is with the body and not the individual. Which is why, legitimately, Allegra Clark is a different character, but also still the same character. And it is one of the most insane, Mm -hmm. unbelievable, like, single moments of impressive voice acting in the game is the Saito Sejima in boss reveal. The, the, the annihilation route, yeah. It is. It, in the interrogation room? Oh, boy. So good. It oh. is incredible acting. Allegra Clark, I've known, is incredible for years. Yeah. I, I would say boss is a top five for her entire career. I would be prone to agree with you on that, honestly. I'm I'm strong enough in my conviction to say it's bigger than top ten. I'm not confident enough to say top three. Name one better. I can't. It's her best role. Uh, Okay, okay. I mean, mean, uh, in fairness, I don't think anything's going to beat um, my first time hearing her where she played not one, not two, but three different characters in Phantom Apocrypha. And And they're all different. different. It's incredible. Okay. Hmm. Well, she's playing three different characters in this. What what more do you want? <laughs> God. Like, but that, no, that bo- scene with Saito uh, where she's just giving explanation and exposition for like 10 solid minutes and really making sure that you are understanding all of it and you are enraptured the entire time. Boss is gaslight gatekeep girl boss to a T. And God, I wouldn't have it any other way. Fucking, she's incredible. Like, genuinely, I like I, I know she's very flawed character in person, but genuinely a very fascinating character. Like, she could be genuinely heartfelt, sincere, and serious, while also being a dork, while also being extremely hot. Allegra Clark is all of those and then some. It's incredible. I'm like, just gonna say this: Shamir and Dorothea hiding in a corner. Terms of really good roles. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just but, saying. But legit, I would say, I'm not gonna say it is the best performance in this game. That is not what I agree with. But I think she has maybe one of the best 
monologues in the entire game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the best, like, big, like, twist reveals. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyways, I will stop being horny about boss, but goddammit, the game makes it so but God easy. goddamn, I'm gonna be horny about boss. Were you still horny when she was talking about? So do you think it's true that Tanuki's ball sack can stretch up to 10 square feet? Is, is that also part of the the uh, turn on? Look, look. He's, Some, dating, look, 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 he's look. dating me and I am also a dork. What look, does that tell you? Okay, here, here. Hear me out for a second. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the most charming thing is watching a girl ramble on about her dorky obsessions kind of just going on for minutes on end, even if you're not completely involved in it. You know you're really into it when it's not just like, ugh, she's droning about this shit I don't care about. It's like, oh my god, she looks adorable when she's kind of geeking out about all this stupid this stupid random stuff, about all this Broadway trivia and all that, and she yep, keeps going on for minutes there on end. Is. And you can see the joy and the passion and the there gleam in her eyes, and it's just like, oh man, what if I just shut her up right now with just a very big uh-huh. kiss right uh-huh. now? It's mm-hmm. going to be so good. It's I, be I so can good. picture the same like horny comic in my head. <laughs> there it is. I, I, know, I know exactly where this punchline goes. You do where this punchline goes, and let me say it is. That is why I think boss works for me, Can just you, because you, you're, it is you're the, making this weird. Stop touching me. <laughs> it's, it's not just the fact that she is hot; it's the fact that she's also a dork, and that makes it even hotter. One thing I do really like about boss as a character is like we've got this juvenile main character in Date, uh, mm-hmm. and boss is like the one one of the other people that can keep up with him and like turn it back on him especially like yes. like, th- like this i can make it's a it very good give joke. and take they are two man comedy duo except when iba's there which is there there is too much sexual tension and attraction between them for their for them to ever get tangled up with each other and involved with one another the world would implode it, it it's it's basically you can cut it with a knife yes Oh no, my, my assumption is they definitely fucked. They're just they've just realized that they would be absolutely awful as an actual couple. Probably. So I f- they they just have one night stands and they're bored and horny. Falco <laughs> Falco and Boss have absolutely fucked. Oh yeah, Falco. I, oh I, boy. There is nothing in me that makes me believe that he has not taken her on that desk then and there. <laughs> oh boy. In front- That's why she's always sitting on her desk, not on her chair. Yep. It's like it's like an airplane runway. An airplane runway. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're signaling. Oh God, Andrew, why? God, that's a, I think I just made a Family Guy joke. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> uh Anyways, Allegra Clark, fantastic voice actor, genuinely incredible as she's away. Kuranushi, aka Boss. So much to sink your teeth into. Genuinely incredible stuff. Anybody else have anything with boss, or is this the Andrew gushing hour right now? I mean, I think I said what I want to do. She's great, <laughs> amazing. I One think of the we've best u- performances in the game. We've used up all our stamina. God, fucking damn it, Andrew! Okay, now I'm done. <sighs> I can make it sexual. I can make it sexual. Yep. <laughs> That's my new favorite thing. I need to. Oh my god, I need a screenshot of just that line. The, so the great can, thing about you, this game is you can go and get that as a clean audio clip anytime you want. Uh, 
I need oh, to do that. I don't think people can handle it. I need that. I just, I just want to have that on the back burner as just like, to like crack a joke sometimes. I can make it sexual. <laughs> All right, and so now we go on to our main characters, the bunch of the bunch. Uh, we of course have our lead, Kaname Date, who we've spoken of consistently, uh, detective, pervert, weirdo, <laughs> missing one of his eyes. Fucking audiophile. Doesn't remember anything past six years ago. Clearly, clearly a man who likes his Steely Dan. <laughs> Obviously. I like how that's gets, the gets... I like how that's the measure of how you like figure out a person how much he likes Steely Ste- Dan. Steely Steely Dan albums are all immaculately produced and they are great for testing out new high end stereo equipment. He is an audiophile. <laughs> you are right. He is an audiophile. You are tr- true. That's true. This is absolutely a man who will drone on endlessly about how to get the correct bass out of your out of your setup. It's oh, terrible. Oh, I see it. Anyways. Yeah. Um. Uh. We also have Iba, who is the little uh, cybernetic eye that lives in his head. I love Iba. Uh, she's she is mostly adorable, except in dreams where she's a. I mean, she's an attractive lady, but she's also a big goofball. Okay. <laughs> Everyone in this game's a big goofball. Massive goofball. And so I, I mean, she is essentially describes like a translucent strip, and that feels like weirdly accurate for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she tries to keep Date in line and assist him in investigations, and is generally exasperated by him because he's kind of dumb. Oh, he's he's a fucking idiot half we'll, the time. We'll we'll, we'll we'll definitely bring up some examples later. Uh, <laughs> But we also have a very a very important character who doesn't show up a lot at first but becomes very important. We have prisoner number eighty nine, mm. aka Falco. Well, who is this? You might ask. Well, originally, Falco was a cop who was a, basically an assassin on the side, uh, and that was going okay until he got injured in a fight and ran off and hit a shrine and met a yice young lady named Toby Sagan. And they became a couple. And it was good for a little bit. Until it wasn't. Until it was. Until Falco Falco wanted out. And he went to his boss, Rohan, and said, I want out. And he says, all right, cool, you can get out. Murder these two people. And he chucks a photo of uh, uh, Hitomi and Iris across the table. And things go bad from there. Yeah. It really uh, just gets yeah. pretty bad for the entirety of the game after from that point. It's, well, he was I, two I was days from re- retirement. We will, we will, pretty much. We'll describe it more length later because he, his whole his whole deal is the most com- one of the more complicated parts of the game. But yeah. shit's bad. Uh, we have uh, now we have we have we have the kiddos, the nice young people. Well, except for one. Nice. Except look, for uh, one. Look, the, uh, look, yes, I know, I know, I know. Ota is technically in his late twenties, but like he's sixteen. Let's be real. That's <laughs> This is not a man who's evolved beyond middle school much. You also um, called him a nice kid, so... Alright, sorry, I should have interrupted just... Oh, Ota, fucking Ota. <laughs> Andrew's favorite character. He loves to talk about Ota. <laughs> we'll get to him. First up, we have Mizuki. Uh, she is, she's, a, she's, a, she's a nice young lady. She is uh, Date's ward. Uh, she is uh, much smarter than you, and much yes. more sharp-witted. Yes. And uh, and at least a couple of super lines, uh, and at least a couple of the timelines, just straight up as superpowers. 
Oh, she just <laughs> always has superpowers. She always has it. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not, not a sometimes thing. Sometimes it comes. It depends on. It comes up more often in some than others. That that, that part's fair. Yes. She could bench press all of you. Yeah. <laughs> just she just she just has a pipe that she carries around to wail on people with in case they cross her. <laughs> Don't do it. And a and a very trendy yellow rain jacket. She's also having a hard time because the game opens with her having witnessed her mother's murder. Uh. You know, as and, you. And, 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 yeah, and, and it's amazing because, you know, you can either hope, because, you know, things can either get gradually better for her, or, you know, you could go down the Eliasin route where, like, you lose everybody. Oh, yep. man. Uh, in about in several of the routes she witnesses her, she sees her father die. It's it's all very upsetting. Um, but she's a she's a good kid at heart. Uh, we also have Iris, a.k.a. Aset. She is a amateur idol. She's peppy. She's spunky. She has a brain tumor. Yeah! She has, she has a bad yeah. She has delusions because of the brain tumor. She has generic she's, anime disease. She's one of the reasons why this game exists, kind of. Yep. A lot of, a lot of the game ends up hinging on her general existence. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Basically, save the VTuber, save the world. Kind of. Or, or shatter the VTuber's illusions so she can come to grips with her actual situation, as the, as the case may be. <laughs> and, last but not least, or maybe least, depending, <laughs> we have Otomatsushita. You know that annoying weeb in your life? Yes. The one you just cannot yes! find? Yes! Yep. And his name is... Oda is that guy. Oh, that's Oda. He's 100% that guy. Oda, Oda is introduced uh, defending Iris on Twitter from other Twitter accounts that he has set up solely to trash Iris. So you can also defend Iris on his main It account. is literally... What's, what's the, the term that was called? Sock puppeting. Sock puppeting. It is you. literally... Sock puppeting. It is maybe the single most cringe thing in the yeah. entire game, and that is how we are introduced to this character. Yep. I felt is... myself wanting to die. <laughs> yeah. He is, he is horrendously <laughs> embarrassing. It's ama- It's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing. <sighs> Dear me. Who's playing these characters? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Date is being played by Greg Chun. Uh, he plays Yagami in the Judgment Games. Uh, he also plays Namba in the Yakuza Games, which delights me. Uh, uh, he's also Adam in Near Automata, and he plays Kunio in River City Girls. Uh, Aiba is Erica Harlacker. Who's Venti in Genshin Impact, uh, An in Persona 5, and Noise in River City Girls. Falco is played by DC Douglas, who you know as Kamoshida in Persona 5. Uh, Lissandra in Pokemon Masters, and he is Zero in Zero Escape Zero Time Dilemma, which is another game by... Uchikoshi. Uh, Uchikoshi. Uchikoshi, thank you. Isn't he also Legion in Mass Effect? He is also Legion in okay. Mass Effect, yes. Thank you. I didn't know that. Oh, God. Yeah, he's Legion in Mass Effect. The big Geth robot that you have on he's your, your best, team. He is your best, best boy. <laughs> Legion uh, is best. Indeed. Uh, Mizuki is played by uh, Karina Betger, uh, who you know for such roles as Paimon and Genshin Impact. Uh, Romilia Scarlet in various Toho games, and my favorite, because I'm just delighted this exists, uh, they are in Mega Dimension and Neptunia 7 as Bisha, who is the personification of the Bandai Namco Entertainment Company. What? Because Neptunia. <laughs> I believe that completely. Uh, that's that's delightful. Oh my god, that's a thing. I, I only know never some played, of the Neptunia never... dub by, by its memes, but uh, not Karina's character. 
I've never played an F2DA game, but their general existence delights me so. Literally the other day, literally the other day, I was just showing you that Emmy Lowe's character, the newest game, is just named Higarashi. It's literally just Rena in like a fucking plug suit. Yup. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Iris is being played by Jackie Lastra, who is um, Jingling in Genshin Impact, uh, Serena in Pokemon Masters, and Felis in Crystar. And Ota is being played by Zach Aguilar, who is uh, Kitaro in 13 Sentinels uh, Aegis Rim. Uh, he plays Soto Kume in Yakuza Like a Dragon, another guy you want to give a wedgie to. <laughs> and uh, he's Arrow in Soul Hackers 2. He's apparently also the male voice of Blythe, I guess. I don't know. I don't play Fire Emblem. I, I'm very surprised that's the one that you just threw under the brow. Oh, he's also Byleth. Who cares? Well, that's Bi- the joke. Byleth doesn't yeah. talk. It he depends on the game. Depends on the game. Depends on the game, just not his own. Like, te- like technically, Xander Bobus is the voice of Joker. He doesn't say anything either. Fair, fair enough. But to exactly. say, three hopes is a thing that exists, you know, so. And I try so. to forget that. <laughs> it's a fun game. I enjoy it. <laughs> So I, I'm going to start here because I want to bring up a bone of contention I have with the English voice acting world. Uh, okay. Yeah. I have, I have, I have no issue with the fact that Zack has gotten more famous recently, especially playing characters like uh, Tanshiro in Demon Slayer. He's very good at it. But I just have to ask, why are you not taking advantage of this man's amazing skill to just play the most annoying dirtbag you've ever met in your life? <laughs> <character? laughs> yes! I, I love I'm how Abad's hot take is, stop making him play cool, hot, leading anime boys. Make him a complete creepy dork. Cringy Z- dork. Zack might be my favorite performance in the game just by the fact that he is so team perfect for this character who i oh, spend so great. much with i don't even hate oda it's just like you're oh god it's a, it's a, it's a, Christ, yeah I, 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 know, I know for me it was, i know it's like it's a mix of this character is annoying and i spent the and also spent the entire game being like come on man you can do better than this you can do better just just stop man please the, the most embarrassing thing about oda is he has a shot the most embarrassing thing about oda is he has a shot and he would he spends the entire time being like i would be satisfied if she spat in my mouth like i was that one scene from yeah. golden boy yep yep like motherfucker you you're you're there you have a chance you have an actual Don't make human this creepy, connection you can have a mutual understanding and relationship stop playing it like this you're so embarrassing you're so fucking cringy oda hurts is because you know ota you know, you know ota Matsushita. <laughs> for for some of us we probably were ota at some point oh that makes God, it worse that makes yeah. it so much worse. i was an anime discord moderator for years i spent my time Surrounded by, by the Otas. most insufferable Ota Matushitas this world over. I Re- see really, plenty Andrew, of Otas you're going to throw some other day. people under the bus here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you said throw... yourself, you are the Discord mod trope. Glass <laughs> <laughs> houses, my friend. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> You've just been wow. so bad, bud. Wow. 
<laughs> Your ass is cold. What did I do to you? Everything. What did I fucking do oh, to man. you, motherfucker? <laughs> well, 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 Andrew recovers from that. I'm going to take a brief moment Ow. to uh, pimp out the, uh, the Oda Matsushita Twitter account. Yes. The ARGs were mentioning earlier. Uh, it is a work of art. <laughs> It's beautiful. When when we finally hit the point where things like Twitter accounts are going to be entered into MoMA, it should be there right after they put drills in there. Uh, I I can I I have a little I have a little gallery of my favorites that I put together that I will probably post out. I'll probably put in the description or something. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna gonna highlight. I'm gonna do a solo while he dies and you hold on. I'm gonna I'm just gonna highlight maybe my favorite, which is uh, October 2019. He tweets. Well, that's just great. I was so distracted by the Somnium Files, and you know, I completely forgot it's October. Objectively the best month because my favorite edgy artists start using pumpkins and broomsticks in the best possible way. And the next day, he quote retweets that with, Yesterday I posted something I shouldn't have. I'm not proud of it, but I made a mistake. In my excitement to describe my favorite edgy artists, I completely neglected to mention thigh-high cat stockings. I apologize for the oversight. I'm to do better in the future. It's <laughs> fucking gold. That's so amazing. That's so perfect. I, d- I don't know who is writing these. Magical. Who, I don't know. I don't know either. I want to shake their hand. They're a genius. <laughs> I want to meet it's this Matt. person. I think my other favorite Ota tweet is like, God, this fucking new Danganronpa game has all these girls in hot new bikini sprites, and everybody's talking about Nagito Komaida. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck you, Komaida's the best. And then the follow-up with the uh, the angry fish lady from the Spongebob episode going, Oh, so now the Danganronpa avatars are going to preach to us. <laughs> it, it, it is... It is the best it's ever been. Like that is so on the nose, and that's perfect. indistinguishable it's, it's, it's from reality. Is yes. what it, is it, what's it, happening here. I love it. It's it's a, 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 yeah, yeah. It's funny because I think there is a description in game that by Mizuki really I think this kind of describes Oto's character just perfectly. Where it's like, where it's like, hey, oh, where it's like, hey, he's gonna talk about, he's gonna talk about, so it's in a way is kind of scarier. Yeah, yeah, it's frightening. He. His, but he, his use of social skills are so garbage. Oh my god. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's sock puppets. He, on two witar. You know how to talk to a woman and not, like, make it too weird. You friends but with you, the big titty receptionist. You're friends with the big titty receptionist. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> the fuck? Quote, so does anyone else organize their collection by fetish, or is that just me? <laughs> Why are you booing me? I'm a healthy adult with hobbies that need organization. Wait, is it an actual tweet? This guy. Yes. Oh, oh my god, god, I love it. It, it oh, is just like yeah. a fully realized character is what it fascinates me about Ota Matsushita. So... Uh, that, the like, the characterization is so strong that all of this like bonus material just fits Ota right is in incredible. Okay, my, here's, my, what, here's what I say. Ota's a frustrating character in that I know Ota, but for what this game is, he is in the exact role he needs to be, which is not the main character. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, he needs to. Can you imagine this game if he was the main character? Jesus. Oh, it fucking God. suck. It would be awful. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I don't need to imagine what this game looked like if Ota was the main character. I've seen anime. Oh God. <laughs> there are anime that has an Otamatsushita as the main character, and they're fucking awful. They do, and they and he and they and those lead characters probably don't even have the like slight modicum of self awareness that Oda is capable of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not to mention you know you have to. It takes much much longer for any of those characters to get better, and some of them rarely do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it also works that Oda doesn't actually get the girl or anything really. For doing it's, it's, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's like at best, it's like at best he gets his wife together, but that's kind of it. He, he becomes a better punished. person. On the other hand, never rewarded. Yes. Uh-huh. He gets exactly what he deserves, which is to be a better person and take care of his fucking sick mom. Yeah. Yeah. And also to stop having a 12-year-old reading your fucking light novels. I wanted to die. <laughs> See, 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 no, that, that is good because Mizuki is going to tear him apart and that is the exact kind of criticism he's going to need if he's ever going to get better. Yeah, you <laughs> point taken. Like, he, should, he shouldn't be doing it, but if he's going to, this is the best scenario. Mizuki Okiura would literally just be like, do you understand how breasts work? <laughs> <laughs> do you know how boobs go and f- how they flop around? That's not how, that's not how physics works, it's like, my guy. And then he'd just be like, how do you know you're flat? And it's like, Bitch, I, you I hang out me? with the receptionist. She lets me touch him. Bitch, you want to <laughs> Andrew. Okay. Okay. Mizuki Okiura as a character. Do not act like she wouldn't at least be the littlest bit curious to be like, yo, can I touch your boobs? And she probably would. Her mom's not gonna even humor that because her mom's not even gonna want to talk to her. Ah, that uh, went dark. Shoko's the worst. Oh man, I Shoko's was making a joke about. Worst. I was making a joke about Mizuki touching some titties, and then it went dark. Wow. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Now you soiled it, bro. That I did. How dare you? It's like hanging out with Ota. <laughs> so Zach, Zach is great because I want to strangle him. Yes! Zack is perfect in that he he's not punchable. He is puntable. I was about to say, is he puntable? He is puntable. I, I, I would kick him like a Charlie Brown football. <laughs> and I think I think the funniest thing about this game is that the game knows that you are going to be at odds with him. Mm-hmm. And that Konami Date is a ridiculously horny, crazy catman individual. But like it feels like there are so many times this game syncs up with me, the player, where I say something out loud and then Date says the exact thing I was thinking yes, immediately it's the after. Most horrible been... realization in the world when you have synced up with Konami Date. <laughs> it is al- it is almost scarier than realizing you are like Ota. It's scarier to realize you're like Date. Yeah. True. But Date is a more realistic person to be than an Ota. The amount of times when we were playing the game where Andrew would say something and then Date would immediately say either exactly what Andrew's thinking or like, Date, please don't do this thing. I want to touch some boobs. What did we just fucking say? My my favorite thing was literally uh, Patrick, Patrick Boavid playing the game 
of literally showing this exact thing in motion, where Mama makes a joke saying, I prefer my men ages uh, 20 to 65. And then Pat says, that's a pretty wide range. And then Dante says, that's a pretty wide range. And he just goes, yes! <laughs> and that is the game. Uh, Zach Aguilar is fantastic yeah. as Ota. He even, even he even made me cry during his route when he realizes how much of a piece of shit he's been. Yeah. Genuinely made me cry and feel for the kid. He has moments where he's actually a good boy. He can be, but he is also a really good meat shield. <laughs> His biggest contribution to the squad at the end is that he has a driver's license. Yes. You know what, babe? It's something. It's so- you know what? It's something. Zach Aguilar is great. <laughs> yep. I, I- <laughs> He's very puntable and very cringe, and it's so much fucking fun. He is cringe, and he needs to break free. And once he breaks free, he might get somewhere. Wait, wait, Andrew, what's more cringe? Him him sock puppeting himself on Twitter, or him lounging around with that stupid trident at the maid cafe? Probably yes. the trident, yes. because it's not even, like, the highest uh, tier of trident. It is, like, that's you, true. You, it's just, you like, know a low-level, like, he spent a bunch of money, but he's I, I think not the sock, boss of it at I all. Think the, I think the sock pumping's more pathetic, but I think the trident is, like, oh, you think you're you think you're cool right now. And then you have, here comes Mizuki with, like, Mizuki, the tier. Mizuki <laughs> with the highest tier trident is, yes. the, is such a funny image. <laughs> that's amazing. Also, also, want to give a shout out to Faye Mata as the one as the one uh, mermaid waitress with the really incredible bone structure. The nice hips. <laughs> nice hips. Again, all these great little like character actors in, in the stuff. They're just off off to the off to the sidelines. Like, and we don't even filling out the great cast. <laughs> and there's nowhere to even. But I realize we haven't actually talked about what is probably the most amusing side character in this whole thing. David Laws is like the weird taxi driver. Oh my god! That's the yes. exact, that is the exact one I was going to mention, and I'm going to be real. I think that's a Mr. Otsumatsu reference. It might very well be because he's got the weird, like spaced out teeth. He's got the spaced out teeth, and he's like, are you talking to moi? Yes. Which is exactly what Iyami does. Shee! <laughs> he might be onto something. I think he's an Otomatsu Kud reference, at least. I love it. It's great. Anyways, he's very weird, but anyways, Zach's great. I love Zach. Yeah. It was the first time Ooh. I heard him in anything, so that uh, he made a heck of a good first impression, I think. It's it, kind of amazing it how Anna's much he... first, but... Uh, that is a very different role, and it's, like, not emoting a whole lot. It's me. kind of amazing how much Zack would blow up after this game, because yeah. this game came out, like, early 2019, Late and... 2019. No, sure. this was... I think this was early 2019. Re- release date for them. Marketing, sure. Uh, but release date was, like, September. No, that can't be right. That would imply this came after Three Houses... Okay, I'm gonna look this up now. Okay, I mean, to be fair, he was not initially the principal actor for Three Houses. So. Yeah, he, he was. It, it, it did come out in September, although I would I would take in mind the kind of lead times these dubs have. Like he he definitely dubbed it way before that. That's and you're fair. definitely like public and announced and 
uh, advertising way before this. It did come out in September. Mm. Holy shit. Wow. Wait, I looked what? this up because I wanted to be right. <laughs> Jackson's like, I will be right, goddammit. Fuck respe- you, fight me. You know, I do respect how petty you are in this moment. <laughs> I, re- I, I have nothing but actual respect for oh my you. God. <laughs> okay. Zach's great. Anyway. Holy shit. I need water. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Jackie. It's Iris. Oh, Iris. What a goddamn delight. <laughs> Sweet summer child. The queen, uh, the uh, queen yeah, of this, Yeah, this one was a lot of fun. I think I only had, like, maybe one other point of reference for Jackie prior to this. Um, I think it was, like, uh, I don't know, like, some vampire she played in, like, Series Yeager or something. I think it was. Oh! But otherwise, I didn't have any other real point of reference I'm, for her. I, I vaguely remember that, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for my, like, first uh, major point of reference for her, I really liked the hearing. It was a lot of fun. It's like, uh, just like the, it's like a really just endless amount of pep. It's just, it's like, and also just like a really extreme goofball. She's just a really fun character. She's charming. Yeah, yeah it's real interesting because um, one of the first major branch points uh, decides whether she lives or dies. Technically, yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's really funny. And it's really funny kind of thing that she had been doing those three points because you know. Because of the darker rounds, he kind of he kind of acts more like what you would expect of, like, you know, an idol character. Like, yeah, she's got the peppy side. Uh, yeah, she's got the peppy side, but, you know... She's got, like, a yeah, shittier yeah, underbelly or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but she knows how to, like, use that to her events and whatnot. Oh, and then yeah. you have her on, like, the true, on, like, you know, the true underground, where she's just kind of a goop. Where she's just kind of a weirdo. Mm. I like the fact that she's just kind of a sweet weirdo, where she's kind of like this peppy and likes girly things, but she also likes playing video games and is also obsessed with the occult wiki dives. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that whole bit where, um... They're talking about real world conspiracies. Yeah! Okay, okay. So Nothing in this world could have prepared me... For Ota Matsushita literally acknowledging apartheid. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I literally, I stared at that line of dialogue. Literally of Ota talking about apartheid. And I'm like, how is this happening right now? <laughs> what led to this? Who made this happen? We, we needed to establish who Nelson Mandela was. And I understand that we they to learn about apartheid. It just—it's so uncanny. I would have been less bothered by Iris talking about apartheid than I would have been Ota, and that's why they had Ota say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do love these scenes where uh, they just completely stop the plot for several interactions that are just a bunch of stories. Like the Booba yeah. Kiki effect was the one that really got me. I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like, "Oh, yeah. I know this one. I've heard of that one before. I've seen that Tom Scott video." And then the fucking one about uh, where it's like, "Oh, people think the tip of Pikachu's tail is this way, but it's actually another." Mandela. And I was like, "What the fucker? It was." Yeah, the Mandela. It's always effect. been yellow. It's always been it's yellow, always guys. Has fucking been. Christ! Incredible work, and so, also. So yeah. other writers I would describe as like 
Iris would be the character that would be the author's barely disgu- disguised fetish. This is his mm. barely disguised wiki obsessions. And <laughs> yes! His, and she is his mouthpiece to deliver all of it. And you're oh, yeah. going to listen to all of it. See, that's that's the thing about Uchikoshi. His barely disguised fetish are the MILFs. <laughs> can't fault God him there. Damn it. I can't fault him there. It's the kind of thing where it's like, people talk about him like he's like... They act like he isn't horny. The problem is he's horny and he respects human rights. That's why pe- that's why the worst people you know hate him. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's basically Iris is his just perfect ideal wiki diving persona. <laughs> How can I fool all of these people into uh, listening to me about all this information that I useless information I've gathered? I, know, I mean, I, I was joking in my video game. I was joking about how the fact that he is a type of person who would wiki dive facts <laughs> from dusk till dawn. She literally streams that one in the fucking morning. Yeah, like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as look, you do. Look, look, the 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 weaves watch their midnight slot anime, and then they watch the Aced stream. It makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it makes sense for Oda, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Christ, it does make sense for Oda. Yep. Oh my god. But no, I like Jackie is great not only as the peppy, infectious, like lovable energy, but also as Saito. Oh god. Yeah, mm. yeah, I was gonna say, like uh first branch point decides whether she lives or dies, and the, the entire left half of and every branching path off of that, uh Iris is gone and Saito is in the driver's seat. And yeah, she's basically dead at all those. You don't catch on to this for a while, but like Iris is acting much more dour and like defensive than Mm -hmm. at any point on the other side. Yep. There, there is clear distinctions between uh, like clear, clearly very suspicious, clearly something to hide. When actual Iris is just like. Hey, if the two of us were on the moon and, like, one guy killed the other guy with a moon rock, wouldn't that be fucked up or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Iris. That's Iris to a T right there. How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Iris, what are you fucking talking about? Nothing! You know, space rocks. Come on now. But no, Jackie is... Like, this is definitely the most I had gotten familiar with Jackie Lostra as an mm-hmm. actress. Absolutely incredible work. Truly, truly stellar stuff as Iris. She's this weird character, but she is a charming character. I know for me, I, I'm very much used to Jackie um, as an Almond will know this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Night is Short Walk On Girl mm-hmm. as the black-haired girl. And that one has, like... So has a lot of positivity and energy to her, but the tone is still different compared to Iris. She's similar. In, she's quirky in a similar way, if I recall. Yeah, she's yeah, quirky. No, she's quirky in a similar way, but the tone is different. Mm-hmm. Iris is just a lot more cutesy. Where I think the black hair girl has some level of maturity to her, even though she's still quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Iris. Oh my god, Iris is a delight. Oh, her. Her fucking Somnium, because I just replayed her Somnium the other night. 
I, I love Forge. Shovel Forge. I mean, Minecraft. Shovel. I mean, yeah, Shovel Forge. <laughs> Play Shovel Forge for me. No. Then go on a day with me. Also, no. Fine, then. I will release this video for blackmail that I took on my phone of me hugging Look, you. Look, she may be a sweetheart, but she's also in the idol industry. She knows how to get what she wants. Oh, she's not an idiot. <laughs> It's real she weird that knows like, exactly what she wants. Iris involves herself in the case before she's any kind of key witness, and then becomes vitally important to the case. Mm-hmm. She, see, <laughs> it's it's the innate female urge to be involved in true crime stories. I feel very called out what? right now. <laughs> that, that is a bit How of a mind blowing to me. How <laughs> dare you? It's it is. I'm calling you out because it's true, Stephanie. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare I for telling the truth? Okay, to be fair, that's probably more appropriate than the joke. The truth around the joke I was going to make. So you know what? Both Steph and Iris know how to hide a body. Don't you? Don't you get any ideas? Clearly, I would want to hide it in a vase, like Sosajima. You can't. You can't. This is all concrete. There's nothing to bury me in. I said in a vase, Andrew. I didn't tell you concrete. Oh, shit. I could always bury you in the backyard instead. You stop that. <laughs> Anyways. You discuss your murder plans off mic where we can't incriminate you. It's funny because at one of his old jobs, he worked on a show called Buried in the Backyard. And then he told me, he. I remember him distinctly telling me, sweetie, I, I hope I hope if we if things don't work out and we break up, it's um, it's amicable, and you don't decide to bury me in the backyard. And my response is just sending him knife emojis just to freak him the fuck out. Every true crime <laughs> story is scorned lovers and cheating on somebody else. It's so fucking like I don't know. Just don't fucker. <laughs> knife emoji. Knife emoji. Knife emoji. <laughs> Sorry, I remember that very fondly. It's hilarious. Jackie's great. Jackie's great. She's and, not even. Uh, is she's, it time to talk about the good child? She's not even my yes. favorite of the adopted daughters. Best daughter, best child. Mizuki Okiura. See, this is my introdu- introduction to Karina Becker. I would be also say I've heard Karina vaguely here and there. This is the most time I have spent with them. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't. Re- I don't remember if I heard this first or heard them in Somali. They might have been around the same time. This is the first time I've heard Karina for sure. I, I remember you, getting really excited for more Karina roles. Yeah. Yeah, I do think this I do think this did at least slightly predate Genshin Impact, but not by that it, much. They both predate Genshin Impact. Yeah, that that's where they blew up and got huge for being the the mascot character. Hmm. Of that. I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. By the way, their their official Twitter now is just their bird RP account. That's the whole story for another really? time. That's a whole story for another time. Okay. But that is indeed a thing. Huh. Anyways, <sighs> so. I love Karina. Mizuki Okiura is a character that you could tell could be a worse, more stereotypical. Not, not stereotypical. Could be a worse, tropier character in any other person's hands. 
Mm-hmm. Even even the even the hands of authors I really like. Mizuki is a character that could have been really, really bad in somebody else's palms. Mizuki feels like they were written in a way that was like a child. Mm-hmm. And I feel the way Karina performs the role is that of a child. A child dealing with a lot of shit in their life. And it is simultaneously heartbreaking, painful to watch, and genuinely some of the funniest back and forth in the entire game. I cannot tell you how much I was dying of laughter of the interaction of Mizuki sneaking into Date's car and them having the back and forth about how, like, hey, chicks love it when I hang out with you because they think I look like a single father. It's like, ew, I don't want to hear about, yeah, you look so cool hanging out with a six-year-old like a sixth grader or something by yourself. You look like a gross, creepy old pervert. What does that say about you? And it's like, stupid old man, punk, punk ass, ass kid. kid. It's like, that's how you know they love each other. Oh, wait, hang on. Do you have the full line yep, right here? Yep. That's where you're wrong, kiddo. I look like a single father when you're around. Chicks, chicks love, love it. it. Yeah, chicks love to see a creepy old man hanging around with a sixth grader. Hey, what are you implying? Hey, what are you implying? Ooh, uh, did I make you mad? mad? Now I'm stuck in the car I'm with an angry, angry old, old creepy, creepy pervert. pervert. I'm not an old creepy pervert. Even if you were my age, you are not my type. Ew, yeah, I don't want to know, know about, about your type. type. You started it. Stupid old man, punk, punk ass, ass kid. kid. And that is the <laughs> moment I realized they love each other. Their dynamic <laughs> is so much fun. I love it. It's not only, it's like family love where it is just, I love, like, I love you. You are near to dear to me. I love you, big brother. God, we're going to talk about it in a second. Like, yeah. lo- love their family so dearly, unquestionably. It's like, that's not family. Family is giving people shit. I, family I is talking shit and talking about how shitty your cooking looks <laughs> or whatever like that. And giving each other shit, but also knowing that the shit is being given out of love instead of hate. Yeah. Th- that actually does bring me to, like, one of the strongest parts of this game. And, like, one of the other... Uh, forms of love is this found family that these two have. It's like, as soon as you're on the track for the Mizuki Road, uh, one of the earliest scenes is like, how do you, how do people define family? And Mizuki gives her own explanation of like, family is doing perfectly ordinary things in an ordinary way, where you just feel comfortable like with the end at home, right? It's like, you come home and say. I'm home, and you get a welcome back in return. And and that's what family means to Mizuki. And it was something that she could never get with her birth parents. And yeah. why her relationship with Date is so important to her. With her. It's like that... The material of this is so fucking strong. I love... I love the Mizuki's character and Mizuki's route. Uh, so, there is a moment... I remember the moment. It's near the tail end of the Mizuki route... Where they give you a bunch of fun prompts where it's like Date is effectively comatose mm. because he try he nearly died in trying to save her life. And it's basically all these fun little prompts or something 
where it's like one of them is like, hey, wake up. It's like, hey, wake up, big brother. You're going to be late for school. It's like, that's what you want to hear, right? You want me to call you big brother and talk to you all affectionate like that? Here, like all those animes you watch. I've seen all those animes you want. Wake up. Tell me I'm stupid. Tell me tell me you have good taste in anime. And it's like a genuinely like funny yeah. little exchange. It's and then so a couple funny of- and so sad too because he's not waking up like they, and then all this the exact prompt the exact prompt i remember seeing was speak honestly and mm. i saw that and i said on stream okay karina make me cry yeah he actually did say that i remember this and you know what because they fucking did so so the, for a little bit of the context, essentially, after Date saves Mizuki from effectively Saito Sejima t- taking a, a joyride in So Sejima's body, um, he's in a coma. Mizuki sinks with Date to try and help him get out of it. And that last mental lock that you have to get through is you have Mizuki has the choice of either going to her parents or going to Date. And that's where that comes in. Like ha- like the whole found family thing, like we've been talking about a few times already. It is a gorgeous, genuinely sweet moment. It, and it's like... It hit hard for me especially, and this is another game design thing, where like I, I felt like it had been crafted like this. It was so perfect. Like I couldn't have planned it out better. And I assume someone yeah. had done this on purpose. Was you have to commit to that choice. You are, you are given... Uh, you are told you are going to be given bad results and going to fail the Somnium, fail the mission, uh, if you make the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. But there's only one choice you can make. Like, there's only one right choice. Obviously, you know that as the player. But you you make that choice the first time, and Date rejects Mizuki. Yeah. It just breaks her little heart in half. That face, that all oh, that hurts so much. You do it mm-hmm. again. He rejects her again a second time. And you're running out of time. You've taken huge penalties. You've got one chance left to do it. You commit a third time, and that's the one that finally sticks and gets through to Date. And that was like 999 seconds. So this is is the the commit choice. Yeah, it is the most extreme choice that uh, you can make. It is the make or break moment of of the mission. You you have like two seconds left otherwise, so put up or shut up and it makes you commit to that and like ma- makes you an active participant in that choice and these mm-hmm. are the things i love about video games mm-hmm. video games are so fucking good man and karina as mizuki mizuki's incredible character and karina absolutely elevates mizuki as a character i want to adopt mizuki she is my daughter now mm-hmm. And this is all of our daughter. <laughs> I think the thing I love is that you can tell there is a genuine back and forth to the banter. In that it feels like one is never being too mean to the other. Because they have the dynamic of one teases the other and the other can clap back. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, mama scares Mizuki and then she just goes, wah! Dante's like, ha ha, you... And then she's like, oh yeah? Because that's so funny? funny? Yeah, because it's funny. 
I'm gonna reveal your browser history. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please. Seven ways seven, to take home a cavalry seven, girl. No. No. Seven mi- Seven minutes with a married woman. Three minutes with a cabaret girl. Stop. Stop. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Mizuki does not play. <laughs> brings him to heal immediately. I think the funniest thing is that Mizuki knows some things, but doesn't understand all the things. She's a sixth grader. Yeah, she, she she understands that he's a weirdo, but doesn't get it. Which also, like, hey, so what does cuckoldry mean? Oh, God. Which is husbandry videos. Husbandry <laughs> videos. It was... That sent Andrew into orbit. That was great. God, that was so funny. I could not believe the game was like, Date is watching Cuckold. Is watching NTR on his fucking computer. It's incredible. Which, actually, if you want to talk about a genuinely sweet, funny moment of, this is a child, where they're, where, uh, uh, Iris, the the waitress, are having this cute moment where they're just repeating yeah let's blow those boys away yeah blow those boys away and then mizuki's like yeah blow those boys and they're like uh uh, sweetie sweetie uh you don't you don't quite understand that (laughs) they're like mizuki no (laughs) bad bad phrasing oh it's it's delightful i have a genuine question for you gentlemen and stephanie Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Would you say Karina Betger is the best performance in this dub? It's up there. I would I would say she is kind of dead even with Greg Jim. Oh, hundred percent. Greg Jim is my other favorite performance. For me, she's got the the strongest material and the strongest performance. Like I want to say it's not even close, but that is that that is a lie. That is is me close. That is me. making hyperbole hyperbole uh but part of me believes that it's just it, it is incredible like if i have one gripe with this game it's that i went down the mizuki route first and then everything else was not as strong as that material uh and, so, and somehow uh, i i did also i did also end up doing that one first and and somehow the mizuki route where everything's kind of wrapped up in a nice little bow and I don't have to worry about all this case. Like, don't worry about those loose ends. Is not the good ending? What is this shit? <laughs> I have to it's keep kind playing of like, how this? dare it do this? It's kind of fucked up that the best ending of the game is to ignore her. Yeah, it's... no, the, the good no, true yeah. ending is the bad dad ending. And Basically, that, uh, uh, that upsets uh, me. Is it, uh, okay, okay, I mean, okay, I mean, to be fair, you do eventually... I mean, you do eventually reconcile and end up her anyway, but specifically, Hijomi is the one who kind of ends up helping her. To be fair, that was the case. Like, she, she's she got some dad time. She gets plenty of dad time. Sometimes she needs a little motherly love, too, which was what Hitomi gave yeah. her. No, yeah, Karina's fucking fantastic, and I love Mizuki, and I'm, they recognized how good Mizuki is because she got upgraded to main character status. Uh, also, just cannot be understated that, like, Mizuki's written like a child, and Karina acts them like a child. Like yeah. it is yeah. incredibly convincing for uh, for an adult uh, actor to to be able to do this. Like this is not common. This is something different and special, and I, yeah. and I need to celebrate that. As a, as a, uh, yeah, yeah, it's particularly impressive because I mean I've heard Karina do other child voices. Like I mean again, I mentioned Somali. But, like, even this sounds very different from that. 
and it's and it's kind of impressive. Also, Jackson, you should probably really watch Somali in the forest for I should watch more than one episode of Somali. Yes, that yeah sounds about right. Oh, fine. oh man, did we say everything? I'm sorry. I, yeah, like, yeah, I feel like I haven't spoken in a while. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're good. They do good work. We have a lot of feelings about our favorite child. She's so good. I'm sorry. I didn't want to steal steal all the stuff. You keep stealing all the stuff, bro. Come on, you get first dibs on Iba. All right. Uh, do we do we want to talk about Falco first? Yes. Ooh, you, actually, you can get the first dibs on both of those. Sure. DC Douglas is a great voice. Yes. Just just sounds amazing coming out of anybody. Obviously, there's a lot of mystery here, but a a a, a interesting thing about Falco. Is, at least, I'm, let's see. In my, I I ended up playing the Apocalypse route first, so he's just kind Same. of introduced. Yeah, we ended and, up on Annihilation first. And I don't. And I don't. Uh, yeah, Annihilation. And I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure. He's always like he's always introduced late, very late in whatever route you're playing if he shows up, and he's just this big fucking mystery. Like what? What is? What the fuck is this dude's deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think at least definitely for those parts, I think DC does a wonderful job of making him seem like like he. There, there's something just. Uh, it feels like he's like holding all the cards, and he's just waiting for his opportunity yeah, to he, reveal them. Yeah, he, he he knows a bunch of stuff that you don't. Uh, he knows that, and he's very happy to have that position. Yeah, um, yeah, he, like he's just, it's like it's like he's the chess master, even though he's just some dude in jail. Uh, which you know, he sort of is the chess master, which we find out. Yeah, not not for yeah. a lot <laughs> of these scenes that he's that we see him in, because he's uh, to give the game away, uh, he's Rohan for most of those scenes. Yes. yes, and he's just kind of fucking with Saito for a lot of that, and and Date. Yep, yep. he's not having a pretty much. I gave you. Yeah, all the yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, by that point, he had nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, sorry, it's late. My brain's at like. DC Douglas speed. is good, and Ro- and he and he's very good as playing uh, eighty nine Falco and Date. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, even if it is at the very tail end, I do kind of like the bits where he gets to meet Dante. No, he he sounds he sounds. I mean, he sounds great there, partially just because he sounds like a normal person. Dante finally sounds like a normal person. Yeah, actually, I'd forgotten <laughs> that they have a they have a yeah. That, <laughs> he sounds like a well-adjusted <laughs> human being. You, I actually had a theory where it's like, well, actually somebody told me you, he's probably a normal person now. Because he doesn't, he's not missing that shit that like Iba is giving him into his mm-hmm. brain now. Mm. He's, his, his brain releases serotonin on a regular, normal basis. He has a well-adjusted <laughs> brain that functions. Well, also, don't forget too. Um, uh, Saito Sajima has this condition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with um the endorphins and shit. Is that the condition you're talking about? He only about? feels yes. joy and love when he is killing and torturing. Yeah. So effectively, because Boss knew from the get-go the whole situation with Saito he, and he, Date, all this fun stuff. He has been continuing his killing spree knowing that every single kill has made him feel miserable. Yeah. But he is so angry at Kaname Date that he is going to make himself feel miserable to get his revenge. He, he wants his body back, essentially, um, is the whole main goal of Saito. Saito Sajima is why you don't commit to revenge. Yeah. And why you should instead give in to love, like a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Saito. Piece I, d- I definitely shit. feel like real uncanny about when uh, Date is back in Falco's body. It it feels weird to have DC Douglas sound like a normal guy. <laughs> right, <laughs> especially like especially after you, especially after when most Dante. of the game he has sounded like an asshole that's probably yeah. going to shank you. Yeah, like it's much <laughs> like I was saying with uh, Boss and Allegra, where it's also Saito just like. He is giving minutes and minutes of exposition of everything that's happened so far, and you are completely enraptured in everything he's saying. Yes. It does remind me somewhat of um, Adios, which was a game I played on stream, and uh, oh, that's, that's yeah. really only got two actors. One's DC Douglas and uh, the main character that you play. And he is trying to, and through that game, he's just trying to convince you uh, not to do this stupid thing and throw your life away. Uh, and he is failing entirely, but he's just trying to be a normal guy the entire time. It's really compelling stuff, and that, and this game just reminds me a lot of that. Uh, mm. Like the, like you said, DC Douglas has a great voice, just this like low rumbling timber through it, mm-hmm. through everything he does, uh, just makes it oh, real tasty to listen to the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. And then he gets, and then he gets to uh, sing in the climax, and he's terrible at that. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. Uh, this this is not a vocal performance, but I do enjoy the beginning of that, just because the expression they give uh, his character model just makes it look like, ah, so this is how I'm gonna go, having a stroke. Huh. Well, oh. that, that's the only explanation for what I'm witnessing right now. I must be dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, DC Douglas is DC Douglas is always such a delight to watch in anything really. I mean, we we were last night we were just watching more um Welcome to Demon School Irmacoon where he's Caligo, Professor Caligo. And it's just so fun just to see DC Douglas do silly things. And him and with Falco specifically going from like punk like criminal kind of guy because Rohan's in his body to effectively there's a moment where Saito is in the, his body right and then you get Dante back in that body and just seeing the shift in those characters it goes back to the direction of like a lot of the performances too like seeing that shift um, you can tell the different little tweaks and things for each of those different personalities and those different people who are inhabiting not only just Falco, but in general. Um, but no, DC... T- it's very good. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. It's great. Did you really just go to the bookshelf and grab that? I went to the bookshelf to grab that because we need to talk about... Iba and I slapped it out on about. the table. Literally just slapped Iba on the table right now. Pretty yes. much, he just did. Yeah. I mean, I've got my Iba fig as well. So, who am I to talk? Iba. What? Where do we start? You tell us. Do we start with the she's, the little hamster so, she's version so, of her? She's so. The best parts of this game is when she spots some insect and gets really excited about it. It is so <laughs> cute. Oh my god. It is genuinely adorable. Dante, I would, look. I would, 
I would quote them, but it gets funnier when she uses the more complicated scientific names, and I'm not oh going to remember those. Oh my it's, god, it's I, always funny I, when it happens. I, 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 the simplest is just when she finds some ants and it's like, yay, yay, ants, go ants, go ants. But the what makes it funny is just it continues to escalate. One of the things that gave me a lot of faith in the sequel is that one of the first things I saw about that is Erica Harlicker tweeting, yep, I read much many more scientific bug names and they were real hard to pronounce. I hope you enjoy. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, yeah, I really do like my bug. It's just a vote character and it's really... I don't see the way it really is kind of hard to describe what the exact appeal of the character is. Strange. <laughs> She's your eyeball partner, your eyeball. Uh, and she is also playing two characters, essentially. Like, there's hamster mode IRL version, and there's Somnium version of Iba, where uh, hamster ver- version is much more, like, matter-of-fact and uh, chiding to Date or just staying facts. But it's not, like, humorless at all. It's... or robotic. It's just... Uh, a lot, a lot more business. I think. No, 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 yeah, it is either business or I swear I'm going to smash your head through a computer. Yes. Like, like she, she's just as sassy, but she's delivering it in that same tone of voice. I was just like, I'm going to kill you. I think what makes this game work is that this entire game is basically built around the buddy cop duo. Yeah. And it's not just in Date and Iba, it is Date in all of his other integral relationships, is having that somebody else to bounce off of in different interesting ways. But the core and the heart of most of this game is Date and Iba being a team. Mm-hmm. And if their relationship didn't work, this game would not work. Mm-hmm. And I could say, without a doubt, not only does their relationship work, what makes it work is the endearing, multifaceted, emotional, funny, charming performances. Especially in regards to Erica Harlicker, or Erica Harlicker Stone at this point, uh, as Iba. Just a genuinely charming, endearing, strange strange character but it's so hard not to like her absolutely infectious charming energy she's adorable love Iba she could be a hot translucent shrimp lady and also the most adorable little freaky ham ham the world has ever seen what kind of flavor was the soup elephant excuse me (laughs) elephant (laughs) And it just holds on that wide-eyed grin for just like as long as you elephants. want, really. You... Yeah, really. The game is just so strange, and like so much of the strangeness is her and Dante interacting and dicking around. Oh yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, and it really is kind of amazing seeing the difference between like how she is an enhancer form, where like again she's usually kind of snarking Dante constantly. And then in the zombie where like she's usually at Dante's birds because he because you're doing something weird. <laughs> yeah, she she gets real silly in those in those somniums. Uh, this was I think something we were talking about is like you get rewarded a lot for just dicking around. Yes, and, and just go, go find whatever weird stuff you want. 
Uh, and also, you, you, every Somnium starts great. Because mm-hmm. she, has, she has to have a weird bit that she's prepared uh, when she goes yep. into there. It, either it's going to be like doing a common Rider pose or coming in like the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Or driving a fucking forklift. Driving <laughs> a fucking forklift right into a building. Sadly, oh, Iba is not forklift certified. No. no drifting all over the waterfront. Yeah. Right uh, on the she, was lo- she was looking for sailors, okay? Jesus Christ. The, 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 uh, the, um, I mean, the, 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 I mean, a Shenmue reference is a weird thing to include, but you know what? Sure. I respect somebody got that. <laughs> Look, this game does a bunch of weird references. They actively made a reference to Yuri on Ice. Did you know that? I, w- I was going was to mention that? a different reference, but, yeah. Uh, it's it's an Ota's Somnium, which is all anime references, where you have to, where you have to, like, melt the ice, and w- the one I always picked is Skate, mm-hmm. and she goes, Arrows! And Dante's like, Yuri Katsuki? Oh like, my god! <laughs> What? I forgot about that one. No. I, I remember one from that same Somnium, which is, uh, are you upset? I'm not upset. Are you uh, upset? Yes, there's I'm a pop upset. team epic. Are there's you? so many I'm little not... of those. What? It's great. It's, it's incredible. It's game is so funny. Yeah. And also, genuinely broke my heart at the end when it's like the, yeah. uh, mm. the final countdown and the tell me a lie thing. Yep. The, Which the, the self-destruct They code. picked the exact lie that would break everybody's heart. Yeah. I never... Go away. I never I, want to see I you I hate again. you and I yeah. never want to see you again. Command, command entered. Understood, Konami Date. Understood. Yep. And uh, then his fucking head blew off. <laughs> that was great. so satisfying. That I was like that. the most... Oh my god, they fucking did that. Did Sight we mention this game to see fireworks. Oh god, I could not... I like that they, prior to that, they've set up that she can shock him, so you're expecting something kind of low-key. I was expecting a shock, too, no, and it's yeah. like, no, let's fucking blow his head up! It was a, it was a self-destruct It was thing, still... So. I, was, I, I was expecting something of, like, you know, her the eye would blow up, but it would be very, like, contained. Like, it would clearly kill him, but, like, in a more, very... More of an like, implosion? Unfla- or you know, like like you know, some blood spurts out, and clearly, like something like something shatters. And there's just a cavity brain, but that in his skull. It. <laughs> yeah. it was. There's not... a whole lot. There's something missing. No, on it, was like, whole it was like it was like it was like horror movie comedic snuff. Yeah, it was incredible. It was amazing. I think we were dying of laughing when we played. I was in awe. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> we would just start cracking up. It was great. It's a great game, Erica. Fantastic actor, fantastic performer, and she, as incredible as she is as Iba. Yeah, the the strongest part with the strongest part is one hundred percent the dynamic between Iba and um, Date. Date, specifically the dynamic of Erica Harlicker bouncing off of Greg Chun. Of Greg Chun, like it's it's amazing. Oh my god, I love Greg Chun. I love this, him as Date. So, there are some of these where I feel like you could probably have an argument or a fight about what an actor's best performance is. Or one of their best performances. Mm-hmm. Amon, I know you love those Yakuza games. I know those are probably also really good. Oh, no, really this great. is, this is, this, look. Is it, is it, is it, look. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I did... He's he's very good at Yagami, but Yagami's not not quite my favorite protagonist. He's very good at Namba. 
Dante's way better. Okay, so we're all agreement. This is his career highlight. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I did. I did actually re- very recently just for this fucking judgment, and he was really good at that. But yeah, bad. Kaname but, Dante Greg June is. This is the best role of his fucking career. So, just on the just on the bare minimum level of the amount of stuff he has to work with, this is his best role. So, in terms of Greg Chun, I only know him for a few things. I know he's in Megalobox as, he, like, one of the most tragic characters. Yes, I love him as, um, Aragaki, I think it is. He's also, of course, Muzan Kubutsuji in Demon Slayer. I mean, like, Michael Jackson anime form is fine, but he doesn't yeah, so, get uh, so, much me, uh, so, Meanwhile, I have my much more embarrassing point of reference for... Uh, for my first real experience with Greg Jude outside of like you know the couple of characters he played in Hunter Hunter, right. I was one of these like twelve people who wants to hear a best of. Oh my god! Yep. He's, he's also so sorry. I, th- I think he did Millennium Actress. I think as well. I believe so too. As the man with the key, I'm just double checking to make sure. Okay, I'm go. But this is my favorite Greg Jude performance. A hundred percent. We can't. I was gonna say we can't keep talking about all the other Greg Chude roles. No, no, no. We are this, this is my favorite. In. This is my fucking favorite. This is incredible work. Kadame it's very Dante, different than what I'm used to hearing from Greg Chude, and it works. Kadame, come on. Kadame Date is a fucking freak. I love him so much. Everybody calls him a pathetic baby girl and he wants to fuck him. He is the best. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing how like literally like. So every time anyone tries to market this game to anyone, it's like, yeah, you should play this game for Kaname Date. Like, he's great, and you also want to push him down the stairs. Kaname Date, I fucking yeah, hate him. I fucking Marcus. hate him. Affectionate. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say I fucking hate Kaname Date. I fucking love him. He's an idiot, but I love him. Kaname Date is the best and the worst, and he's also one of the most interesting characters mm-hmm. I've ever seen in a visual novel as a oh, protagonist. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a fucking thir- thirst trap. <laughs> he is the smelliest thirst trap. Oh, shit. I did. I did find it very amusing that the, that via the blonde secretary, they do confirming game. Like, no, in universe, Date is very attractive. Like, that's not. Yeah. Like he is. He's he just is. a big weirdo. People think it's a downgrade when he goes back to uh, Falco's body. Yeah. <laughs> just da- Kanabe Date is, is pulling all the baddest bitches in the world by being goofy. <laughs> How can, how can you not look at him? He's got heterochromia. It's great. It's amazing. Amazing. He's yeah. got heterochromia, and like there are people like the same way. Like I am horny for boss. I know people who are that level of feral. Fuck me, daddy, horny for Konami Date. As why why as, did you pause? As someone of the female presenting gender, no. <laughs> No, he, he is he's who not people your mean type. They, they say, he's not my uh, type. "Like I've got great taste in terrible men." I I would go and have drinks with this man, though. I would like hang out with Konami Date, and he's he'd be tell him much of an idiot he is sometimes. It's but it cannot be understated how much comedy, how much drama, how much. Greg Jude gets to work with. He gets to be the funniest weirdo in the world. He gets to be the most tragic hero in the world. And he gets to be the evilest motherfucker in the world all in the same game. When Saito gets his body back? Fuck, man. Okay. That's upsetting. It's upsetting, and I almost couldn't take it seriously, because some of his portraits as Date Saito 
Yes. He looks like Fred from Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> He's, he's just going full like Joker smile the entire time. He, he, he yeah. looks he looks like Fred. I saw his fucking smile and all I could hear was la 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 la. I will show you the <laughs> most beautiful fireworks with a huge grin on his face like fucker no. No. But it's so good. <laughs> oh, Date, you've been very naughty. Oh. Stop it! I'm waiting for somebody to acknowledge the courage bits. Okay, okay, that was good, Andrew. I'll I'll give you that one. Thank you. I know we're all dead tired, but fucking Christ. Greg Chun, unbelievable performance. Absolutely legendary performance. Incredible chemistry with literally every other character in this fucking game. Always funny, always a delight. Dante, there's a porno mag on the floor. Porno mag where? <laughs> What's great the about the, the Dante character is that Greg Chun and his porn. Like, <laughs> the phrasing on that uh, is just... That's what there's gets no, him hit the most excited and the most distraught. When his yes. porn is in danger, he yeah. is going full like somebody just died. A family member just died. <laughs> He, he also just has he like lost someone precious. He also just has the funniest deliveries in the world, where he's being petty or just like Date, throw the porno mag. No, like just genuine like brat. Yeah, that he's a brat, that but one line where he's a complete whine. Like no, I don't want to do it. You can't. Make <laughs> yeah, I love me. that line. <laughs> oh. But but it's this or Iris dies. Well, if. Couldn't we find a third way? No, he's like Dante. seriously weighing those options. Yeah, <laughs> Dante. And I love how he like does. He fucking knocks out the MPD. And he's like, "Hey, let me look at this bag. Hey, this is a fucking cooking magazine. It's like you got you got baited by a cooking magazine, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it just there's I'm so getting many toward, uh, like to get off of the jokey parts of the character a little bit. Like Fair what? Enough. What I love so much about Dante and Greg Chun is he like Zuki's my favorite part of this game. I love how they interact and like Dante is yes. on Mizuki's level the entire time. Like they they are equals in in their relationship. It's not mm-hmm. it is parent and child because he does like care about her and is trying to be like a good guardian towards her. Yes. But it's not talking down to her ever. It's like making her no. understand and like playing fair and uh, like take being a steward and uh, making sure that she stays safe. And I love Can that I... he did. Yeah, go ahead. No, I go ahead because I I suspect we might be going the same direction. I, I was going to start uh, going into. I love that he has this kind of he has a different relationship with every other character in this game, mm-hmm. and you can really tell like every dynamic is a little bit different, and he behaves a little bit differently around everyone. Like. His relationship with boss is this kind of flirty kind of uh, no business stuff. Like Peter's uh, business partner, Sagan uh, Hitomi, is like kind of the same way he is with uh, Mizuki, where he's just taking care of her uh, or being very careful around her. Uh, Iris uh, is trying to be this protective, uh, I guess, bodyguard for much of that game or like 
trying to understand what's going on with Iris for much of it. Ota is just, we gotta give this, give this kid his rubbins so he'll behave and get uh, some uh, leverage over him. Moma's much the same way. Mumi's much the same way as Hitomi. Is like, I, I love that aspect of his character. Can I say, when I'm talking about Mizuki, going back to uh, Mizuki diving into Date's Somnium to try and get him out of his coma, that whole Somnium, like, it hits. Like, you were, t we were talking about earlier how, I think it was Jackson who was describing it, your last mental lock to get through is deciding between Date and Mizuki's parents, and Date will turn you away at every instance except on the third try. There are also some sweet moments during that Somnium, too. Like, him giving up the bed so he could sleep on the couch. That was the exact thing I was thinking of. Him giving up the bed. Um, at a rabbit. At a rabbit. Um, fucking the, the shrine. The, the shrine, the stew. The, the shrine that, she, that broke Karina when, she, uh, when they streamed it. You what? showed me that clip because they never had seen that before. It's like, I didn't know I you said that. I, I don't have great scripts. I didn't know you said that. It's like, I just want Mizuki to, Mizuki to be happy and healthy. And that just, uh, it, yeah. it, it absolutely breaks It me. hits so good. Yeah. One like, yeah. As much as we joke about Date and how much of an idiot he can be. Like, He's incredible. He's in a fantastic leading character. He is genuinely probably one of my favorite video game protagonists, honestly. And I'm, I will refer to myself, I guess, not as a filthy casual when it comes to video games. I'm at least a casual, right? So I, I've been playing more video games more and more lately, obviously. Um, I like myself insert high school protagonist every now and then. But when that's your every other meal, you're eventually going to get fucking sick of them. No, Dante is an incredible video game protagonist, and Greg Chun is so phenomenal, man. Sometimes I you can take just my follow 30... a story with a defined protagonist with personality. With his own yes. personalities, eccentricities, and weird quirks, who's also a 30-year-old pathetic like cat boy man there's a lot of rubbers under this cage don't say it like that just the best at being the worst and greg june is the best at being kaname date i wish your boobs were as big as that balloon oh my god we've talked this long about i the somnium files Amon, do you have anything else to say on Date? <laughs> I find it very funny that uh, because his uh, his character's body's head exploded, uh, the final sing-along does not have Greg Chun, who is probably one of the better singers in the cast. <laughs> it amuses me personally. I lament no, that amazing. immensely, that Greg Chun never gets to sing in the, in the finale. Like, they they have... I, I realize the people here on Played Yakuza are going to get this, but he's the guy who gets to sing Baka Meitai oh my in God. Yakuza 7, and it's beautiful. Oh, God. Helped by the fact that none of the other people who have the karaoke bits can sing. He's, like, the only one with... Kaji Tang's a lovely man. He, I don't know if he can actually sing, but at least when he's playing Ichiban, he's pretty bad. Greg Shun sounds amazing. <laughs> it's wonderful. Also, Greg Shun's a good singer. They couldn't have buried it in, like, the game files somewhere for us to find. I, I, I found out because the trailer capped off with it. I like, I'm feel... sure you can dig around in there if you get it on Steam or something. I'm sure it's there. God, I wonder if you could, like... If you had a cameo, could you request him singing Invincible Rainbow Arrow? 
<laughs> Probably. I, I, I it's like, what's that? <laughs> I didn't have to learn this song. I don't know how it goes. Sorry, man. Alright, either way. Um, good times. What a guy. Big fat, big battle, Greg. Ah, he's great. He's, he's delightful. Him bellowing porno mag is one of the great moments in video Porno mag! Exactly. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, this this is yeah. I I would say this is this is definitely the best thing I've heard him in. He's it's great. He's great here. Uh, do we have any final thoughts before we get on to our final thoughts? Our final thoughts for our final thoughts is, dude, why did you listen to all of this if you haven't already played the fucking game? If yeah. not, go fucking play the game Pretty or watch much. somebody play the fucking Pretty much. game. If we have. Uh, Totally spoiled this game for you. I am sorry. That's your fault, not ours. Don't but, about to say. Don't apologize. We told them numerous times that this game is going to be spoiled for them. But lucky it's for you, fault. you've got some options. There is a sequel, I uh, Nirvana Initiative, or you can play one of the other Zero Escape games. They're also great. People love them. Uh, they're also fully voice acted, so you can play Nine 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 or Virtue's Last Reward. That, I'm gonna be real. The reason we streamed that game is because it was fully voiced. Because as much mm -hmm. as, as fun as like visual novels are to play, having to voice act a visual novel that is mostly Cause, unspoken. Because didn't we do Angels of Death like right before we did the first Isomnium Files? Which we were able to do, but that was work. Yep. That was work. It was nuts, and Andrew voiced Zach, so... Like, there's a reason Patrick kind of stopped doing Dog and Ropa, is that he was doing all the voices himself for, like, a stream or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a moment where I was thinking of doing, like, Great Ace Attorney, but it's like, that would be a lot. It's it's so much voice acting. It's so tiring. That's why having a fully voice acted game to stream was such a godsend, and getting to experience that on Twitch was one of the most fun I've had streaming mm -hmm. like since. I love that. Yeah. It was such a positive experience. I really like streaming Somnium Files with people. Yeah. I was really had a lot of fun streaming that with you. Aww, gay. This was a great game. This was a great experience. I have so much thoughts about it, and it's still think about it to this day. I'm going to go look up memes about I, the Somnium Files, and laugh myself to sleep tonight. The meme community for this game is varied and immense and delightful. Do you know how much joy I can get about that one picture of Mizuki with a thumbs up with Aiba on her shoulder? <laughs> it's so good. It's such a goofy picture. It's great. I will say this. The game is so much fun. The cast is the cast and direction on it phenomenal. I'm just sad I didn't really get to play it when we were playing it on stream. Hence why I've been playing it myself mostly it's mostly prepare for this because it had been a hot minute since we played the first game um i've seen like but four, no or, no god it's so it's it's a lot of fun it's it's a great it's a great video game and it is a great like story the gameplay is a lot of fun and intriguing and it just all the elements are just come together nicely and the the voice cast and the dub for this game is like, phenomenal. Yeah, uh, please, if you have not played the game, go and play the game. It's so much fun. Yeah, I, I have watched, like, four, five Let's Plays of this game, and some of these moments still hit just as hard every time. Mm -hmm. Like, it is absolutely wonderful. I, I love the, this as a game. Like, I 
I think it's got some great moments of like brilliant game design uh, cooked into it. Uh, Jackson, I will ask you to send me your favorite VTuber Let's Plays of the I, the Somnium Files. I know Alira Al Pandora I, did one, but I don't know the rest. I think that's the main one. I, d I don't know if Pat counts. Or, no, Hiragi Yu, that's the one. Yeah, oh, yeah, Hiragi. Yes, I've been watching some of their uh, stuff for Nirvana Initiative. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so Alira, Hiragi Yu, and Pat stares at my favorite VTubers on the internet. <laughs> That's a category. That's a combo. Yeah, you got it right His there. VTuber rig would just be an angry, tiny red Muppet. Probably. It's fine, because Wally does have a VTuber rig. One with tits, in fact. Uh -huh. oh, God. oh, God, it's too tired. We're going so yeah, off no, the rails. I... Yes, yes, you are. Boys, shut the I, fuck up I so Amon and Jet can talk. Yeah, I love this. All the characters are beautifully realized that we can have such beautiful wonderful memes that feel exactly in character uh and it takes something special to accomplish that so this one this one's an all-timer um yeah i don't have uh too much more to add it's a really it was a really fun game really cool uh, little visual novel i'm glad i i'm glad i decided to check it out and the dub is really fantastic I uh, a lot of performances here are really great. It was a good introduction to actors like Karina Bodiger and, and Jackie Lastra. It's just, it, it, it's just a really good time. And again, just like really big career highlight for Greg June. So uh, yeah, I'm all around. Uh, it, it's a, it's really it's a really good time. Uh, so if you're so interested after we spoil the entire game for you, it is really worth playing. So I'm. I'm glad you guys pushed me, and I'm glad my buddy Getter. Getter, I really gotta thank you for pushing me all these years, for keeping that fucking little brain worm in my head for years to finally play this. And I gotta thank you, Amon. I like this game. I didn't even think about trying to do this as an episode. I <laughs> and didn't... then here comes Amon, like, hey, you guys want to talk about I'm, I the Sonic I'm gonna be files? honest. I didn't have the. I didn't even consider it because I didn't have the balls because I knew it was going to be a beefy endeavor. And looking at our recording, it is a beefy endeavor. Well, you have an, you. I have an advantage that you don't, which is that I'm stupid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not gonna disagree. Dex is like, I don't disagree, but. Ahmad, I love you so fucking much. Thank, Thank you, you for doing this, you stupid motherfucker. You are anyway, free. Anyway, Amon, how much do you love this game? This, this, I love, well, I love this game because, uh, unlike, you, you, there are clearly some weird things that Ichikoshi is into that he will explain to you. But you also, if you play this on a system that has achievements, you'll get an achievement for having all the encounters you can have with this man of the fake urban legend of the same name. And he doesn't bother fucking explain what that is. That's just an Easter egg for weirdos like him who already know about this failed attempt at uh, guerrilla marketing a movie. Oh my god, I love that. Where that was for a movie? The movie came out and no one has ever seen it because it is... Who gives a shit? Like, this <laughs> man is way more interesting than whatever stupid movie they were making. That's amazing. Uh, anyways, um, if you would like to play this game, uh, you can do it on any major console. It's on PC, it's on Switch, it's on PlayStation, it's on Xbox. 
Uh, it routinely goes on sale if it is at full price right now. Literally, like wait to like just keep an eye on it. Wait a couple of weeks, it'll go on sale for like eight bucks. Uh, it's very easy to get. Go play it. If you'd like to hear more of us, we're the Dub Talk Podcast. You can find us on YouTube and Podbean and various socials. We'll be on Twitter until that collapses. We're we're sort of back on Tumblr and Instagram. I want to say just we're working on it. We're Twitter working on it. Implodes. Yes. We're, no. I don't. We're remember. making. We're prepping the lifeboats. Yes, in, in case that just goes kaput. So there's that. Uh, we also have our Twitch stream, where we, which is what, Dub Talk Podcast on Twitch, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes! Uh, where we stream regularly. I stream, Jackson streams, uh, Stefan Andrew stream, Jed, I believe. You stream occasionally, yes? Uh, yeah, but I haven't, uh, yeah, but I kind of took a break at the moment. I don't know when I'm going to be back with that. That's fair. Uh, so we all stream, so you go check that out. Um,. Uh, let's see. We also have a Patreon where you can give money to help support us make this program, which is very kind of you. And if you give us certain levels, we will check you on the stream, uh, on the episode, such as. Uh, for Thank you to our $5 patrons, Megan's mom and dad, Michelle Travis, Julia W., Nico Robin, but with Yowie Hands, and Victor Mayberoda. And thank you to our $10 patrons, uh, Anthony Brown, Carly Lestikow, Crimson Echidna, Jacob Wilson, Jared Hawkins, Marissa Lenti, and Otaku Anthony. Thank you. You're all lovely people. Uh, friends, where can we all find you on the internet? Hi, my name is Andrew, a.k.a. Classy Spartan. You can find me over on Twitter at MangaMan9000, where my other uh, podcast gig that I do is I am on Surreal Resolutions Podcast ONA, where we talk about the latest in anime news alongside my buddy, Chet. Uh, yeah, that would be me. So, uh, yeah, I'm Chet. Uh, you can find me on... Uh, Twitter's where I don't know where I will uh, easily uh, be talking about uh, animation stuff uh, or what or video games or you know whatever. Uh, it's a pretty uh, it's pretty easy time. And then uh, I'm also on Surreal Resolutions podcast one day. You know, talking about anime news and then aside from stuff, I uh, occasionally uh, write some stuff for uh, anime news that works. So I guess you can check that out. And you also did a piece for an. For the anime feminist too, right? Or anime? Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. That uh, just came out today. I got to uh, do a uh, little discussion about. Uh, you got to kick the hornet's nest and talk about ghost stories. That was great. Great read. Thank you. Steph, where can we find you? Oh me? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm also Zimmy or you, Jackson. Uh, so my name is Stephanie. Sometimes I'm also known as Lilac on the internet. You can follow me on Twitter at Lilac Anime Review. Review being spelled R-E-V-U-E. Um, I have a blog that's likely dead right now. Uh, but other than that, um, as Amon previously mentioned, um, I've been doing the streaming on the Twitches and the things. At the time of this recording, uh, Andrew and I have been playing Telltale Batman series. I have been playing Bioshock on my little lonesome... I need to go back to playing Bioshock. And Almond and I have been playing the Higarashi visual novel. So that's a delight. Goddamn <laughs> delight. Oh, it's a goddamn delight with such fucked up art style. <laughs> as God intended it, we're playing it as the original art style. Speaking of having to do all your own voice acting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I voice I voice every single female character in there. Yeah, that's, that's, she she has a lot more work to do than I do. Yeah, 
I voice all of the female characters in that, <laughs> in that visual novel. It, it's it's fun trying to make sure they're distinguished enough, and I also don't blow my voice out. <laughs> so. I'm Jackson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at NineClawTiger, and nowhere else on the internet other than uh, this podcast. Uh, I edit, I uh, stream on Twitch. Uh, I just did a stream where I could uh, show off some of the editing I did for the Viewer's Choice Awards video. Nice. Uh, uh, so that'll go up on the VOD channel soon enough. Uh, I've been streaming Fire Emblem, not that one. Uh, but when I'm finished with that, I will be free and doing something else. How much more of the game do you have? I'm, I'm going to say like I'm 80% through. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, because you've been at that one for a while. I, I don't think time-wise it's exceeded uh, Disco Elysium, but uh, we number of stream-wise it has. I've learned my mistakes, and I'm keeping the stream numbers low. And going no into, more no five, more five hours stream. And going into <laughs> like 10, it, 8, 10 p.m. at the max. We got close with dis with uh, Somnium Files. There was a we did that. There were some twice. four and a half hour ones where we were like losing our fucking minds. Yep. We, we made that mistake before, so we understand. <laughs> uh, Speaking, you can you, you can find me on Twitter at AmanDuelUS. Duel is two using it. I talk about music and movies and comic books and crap like that. Uh, I'm also on co-host. You can find me there under the same name. If that's I don't know. That's my maybe I'll end up there. Twitter implodes. Who knows yet? Uh, you can also go to my Tumblr and just see the weird crap I retweet on there. It's silly um uh i also i like to do a dusty old song for the for each episode um sometimes i have to think really hard to pick something i did not have to do this at this one my dusty <laughs> oh old song i'm very this, curious to what you got here my dusty old song for this episode is dream police by cheap trick Ooh. yeah <clears throat> nice what else am i gonna pick fair enough fair enough guess what Amon? yeah you can now go and play Nirvana Initiative. Yes, fucking, fucking do it, fucking do it. I need to, I need to see your reaction. <laughs> Nirvana Eventually. Initiative is a delight. Do it, fucker. Look, 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 I purchased the game. It's, it's merely a matter of finding time. That doesn't mean anything. Buying video games doesn't mean you're gonna fucking play them. I've had games <laughs> on my Switch and my computer. I haven't touched in years. Oh yeah, God. but I want to play it. That's different. Oh, speaking of, there's a humble bundle. I need to. Uh, gift out to people. Uh, oh, is that the one with the horny shit? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Jackson, is it horny? It's like I 16 bucks. Neither... Who wants one? If you're Wait, not you fast enough, you're getting it. I, th I thought you said 16 bucks. <laughs> That's what bucks. it sounded like you said. Did I stutter? <laughs> oh, my brain is breaking. We are... <sighs> It is almost 12.30 at night for us right we, now. It is time to go to bed. We need to have our own dream, weird-ass dreams and have a sexy shrimp lady maybe do weird shit. Oh, no. I think I know which bundle you're looking at, dude. <laughs> oh, Christ. I was promised stew. Let's go eat stew. I'm going to have some oh, elephant. Let's eat some elephant. I like this idea. Let's go. <laughs> elephant. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining. Have a Thank good night. Bye. Thank you for listening. Check every listening. Rock over Boston, rock on Chicago. Good night. Night. While they all lose their way.
The ice, their hearts locked like a vice.